no cap. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> all right, everybody, we back. Episode 12 of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Of course, it is your man's Dedra L. Hicks Jr. back in the building one more time. One of your favorite sportsologists. And it's your man Black back in the building again for another episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we going. We got a lot to cover today, man. It's kind of kind of different for us when we're gonna be doing this episode. But on the back half, uh, we're gonna be covering um. The NFL Draft, all right? So me and Black have our first batch of top tens. Um, we're also going to talk about some combine. We're going to talk about some uh, standout players who we think uh, are making some noise, getting ready to be drafted here soon, all right? But before we get to that, we'll be remiss if we, you know, do our annual uh, sound of the week, our tweet of the week. We're going to talk some NFL besides the draft. We're going to get an A-B to the Raiders, some free agency. We're going to go over a rumor that I heard today. Um, I don't know if the fellas have heard it as well, but uh, I'll talk about it then. And we're going to talk about it, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. We're going to get into it. It's the hometown, Duval County. We had some great pre-talk discussions before the show, um, so we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to get into some NBA. Uh, we're going to talk news in those NBA playoff push, LeBron passing MJ. And we're going to do some WWE. Fred brought something up to me yesterday that we're going to get into um, a little later, which uh, I, I got some opinions on the conversation for it um, as well. We're going to save that topic for later. And WrestleMania is starting to take shape. Fastlane took place last night. Their card is getting filled out. Um, I think I think I called it about, I think it was probably our second or third episode. I called the main event for WrestleMania, and now it has came true. All right, so we are going to talk about that. But first, as always, as always, man, we're going to get into uh, the sound of the week gonna keep the wrestling vibes and lies. It's gonna tie into uh, what we're gonna talk about later. But if it weren't for a little jabroni commissioner and Shawn Michaels in the pocket of Triple H, that would have happened. Jabroni commissioner. Shawn Michaels. The Rock says this, you run your mouth, you little jabroni, Rudy Pooh. <laughs> you run your mouth. Oh, well, the sheriff's in town. The sheriff's back in town. Like you're some impressive cowboy or something. Well, The Rock says this, Kibosabi. You come and you face The Rock, and then The Rock will take your little booty cowboy hat, put it on his head, and then The Rock will take your six-shooter, and he'll start spinning it around like this. It's spinning. Can you see it? And then The Rock will take your six-shooter, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy <laughs> 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 All right, so we're going to talk about that a little later. We're going to talk about um, kind of out the bag now. We're going to talk about Shawn Michaels versus The Rock, why it never happened. All right? They had plenty of opportunities, and it just didn't. So we're going to get into that later. All right, so moving along uh, to our tweet 
of the week. Alright, so uh a lot been going on, man, and uh one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people in the world has something to say about it. Um this tweet is from the legendary not always like sometimes hated Stephen A. Smith. I am absolutely positively disgusted with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You trying to tell me? You trying to tell me all they could get for Antonio Brown was a freaking third round and fifth round pick? That's it? Not even a second round pick for a wide receiver this elite? A seven time pro bowler has led the league in receiving catches and yards? Five out of the last seven years? This is total BS. I am disgusted now. Mike Tomlin, you're on the clock. Mm. So, yes, Stephen A. Smith got a little off his chest. That's going to lead us right into the news and notes section of the NFL. Free agency has started. We have seen a bunch of trades. A lot of talk is heating up. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, (laughs) who was on crack. Most definitely, most definitely. So uh, let's get into it. I think the hottest story right now is AB to the Raiders. Uh, it was a fiasco, uh, pretty much trying to get AB uh, traded out of Pittsburgh. You had the Buffalo ordeal that took place on Friday night, and it didn't go down because basically mm-hmm. AB took control and took power of the situation. It was like, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going there, which I applaud him for. You know, he catching a lot of backlash and heat on that, and that's garbage to me. I don't understand the heat and the backlash. Um, on that, but what y'all think about it, man? AB to the Raiders, like how you feel about it, Black? Uh, I think it's a good move, man. I actually like mm-hmm. it. You know, he wanted to be in the big market, in the big market now. So, right. Um, I kind of figured it though when he when they posted he posted on his uh, Instagram or his, on his story or whatever he posted, and someone in the background talked about you already got on the black and you know the black and gray already. So I kind of figure okay. It might be something going down with the Raiders since they somebody screaming uh, black and gray already. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I like it for AB, man. I'm happy out of Pittsburgh because it was a lot going on there. You can get a fresh start. Uh, my question is, uh, Derek Derek Carr, can he be consistent, more consistent with AB there now? Mm-hmm. Or would he fade away, disappear, mm-hmm. as you would say? But uh, I like the move. Um, it's, I think it's a really good move for AB. Okay. Well, yeah, for it. Um, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with Stephen A. Um, the, the Steelers are fools. You know what I'm saying? That whole organization is fools. I think the NFL, you know, they just get caught with their hand in the cookie jar so much with little simple shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the Kaepernick stuff, like, let's all band together to not sign them and hope nobody notice. Right. And you get in this situation, like, Le'Veon telling y'all, hey, I ain't coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, they so used to being a pop. Well, we're going to go our way and see what happened. Right. That failed. Then A.B. telling you the whole season, you know what I'm saying, and Roethlisberger, A, something need to happen. You wait till the last minute because you think you the powers that, you know what I'm saying, you the powers that be and you think you control it. Now you done let two of the A.B. arguably number one top right receiver in the league. And in my opinion, Le'Veon Bell is the top running back in the game, period. You know what I'm saying? Like the most dynamic running back in the game. So you managed to lose both of them, you know what I'm saying, one sweep, you know what I'm saying, in one different move. So, I mean, but as far as what you call it, um, you know, just A.B. to the Raiders, we'll see what the Raiders do in um, free agency um, with the draft and free agency. Right. You know, we'll see how it turned out, but I'm not going to judge the move just right now. But okay. AB won regardless of what yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. He got yeah. paid too, man. Yeah. That um, deal was – he got the money he was asking for too. Right. <laughs> I mean, going into the whole thing with uh, Antonio Brown, I mean, he made his sentiments clear. 
you know, enough was enough. I went out of Pittsburgh. It's just not working with Roethlisberger. It ain't working with Tomlin. Even the whole way it went down with Tomlin. You know, he goes to Tomlin and let Tomlin know, like, look, I'm banged up. Right. You know, I need a couple of days off to get my body right so we can go into this last game of the season and try to make these playoffs. And Tomlin told the man to go home. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mad at the situation that Tomlin did because that just let me know the, the environment was toxic enough. Mm-hmm. This wasn't just – this just didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. – but like Fred said, A.B. won. You know, he got out. He said he wanted more money, guaranteed money. He got that. Right. He went to a team with an up-and-coming up and young quarterback, you know, in Derek Carr. And let's not get it twisted, man. Two years ago, Derek Carr was an MVP candidate before he broke his leg. Right. You think you know? he can return to that? I think he can because look at the situation last year. Roger, what's up, boy? Like, look at the situation last year. His whole team was depleted. Khalil Mack, Cooper. Like, you got rid of his primary, the primary leaders of that team during the season last year. You got a brand new coach. It was a lot going on there. People just don't bounce back from that. Teams don't go in unless Tom Brady or Peyton, man, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a young quarterback in his fourth season who just couldn't get it together. You know what I'm saying? The Raiders had a tough season. They got some draft picks, compensation for those great players, but they starting it off right. They got A.B. If they can somehow get a- Le'Veon Bell, oh, yeah. they still yeah. have three first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, two third-round. Like, they loaded. Yeah, and they also beefing up their offensive line. Today they Look did. I, yeah. I think if they do make a move and get Le'Veon Bell, that there's no way in the hell that Carr is making it the week one as the quarterback. Like, I just think – I, don't, I just don't. They, why, I, I why think. No, I think he the quarterback. I think why they. I think they gonna package the twenty fourth. I think they are gonna try to move up him get to Murray? go get that because he don't. He done hey, said it. Ruin done said hey. it. So I think hey, if I they. Can, I think if they go get Le'Veon, they trying to win I now. See, I can see that. And can well, see we're that. not even trying to win now, but it's like you could get that money off formula. the books with Carr. The formula. Right, the formula to do it. Yeah. Right, I don't got to pay my quarterback. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, okay, they finna get a bunch of running backs. And Murray does work out with. Antonio Brown in the offseason, so right. down to okay. Miami, so they work out together. So you know, it's some somebody in his ear telling them, you know, come get this kid. You know, we we got something special here. I believe I can see that happening though. It's a lot going on. The that. scenarios with Murray, we're gonna get into the scenarios with Kyler Murray when we start talking about the draft. But I mean, I can see that, Fred. I mean, now that you mention it, I mean, I just think John Gruden, he was so. You know, just beating down last year for the moves that he made, but I don't think I don't think you can really laugh at John Gruden and the Raiders right now. It looked like he's stirring the pot. If they get Le'Veon, I don't think you can laugh at him. You still can. Yeah, it's only AB. But they got AB though. But AB the best receiver in the game. He is. He is. I mean, that's a huge move. That's a huge get. But you need a few more pieces. Yeah, but that lets me know that he's stirring the pot to try to be what Fred great. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what yeah. that's what Fred say all the time. Like, are we gonna make the moves to be great? Right. Are you gonna do it? You know what I'm saying? It look like he's trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Some other we're gonna get into some other fringe moves, but I do want to get into a rumor today that was talked about on NFL Live with uh, Josina and they had everybody up there today: Mel Kiper, Adam Schefter, Josina Anderson, and um, Colin Cohart spoke on it today too. The rumor is flying through the league. That the 49ers can trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, wow. As early as this week. <laughs> Sources they def- say Odell. They definitely giving up a first-round pick. So- yeah, whatever. Give, <laughs> you can have what you need. Sources say that Odell will embrace a move to San Francisco. So what is, why are they trying to get rid of Odell? Like, what is this? They now trying remind- to start the over. I believe they're trying, trying to clean house, man. Now, they re- start now, afresh. Well, now remind you, 
Odell and the Giants been uh-huh. at each other's throats basically since after his rookie season. Uh-huh. So it's been back and forth back. Even when he got his money, it's kind of like the Giants had to pay him because mm-hmm. that talent like that, you, you got to give him his money and try to keep him and try to do something with it. You know, the right. falling out with the previous head coach who was there, he, oh, they say Odell got him fired. Hey, Tanya, say they got him fired. Right. But now it's kind of like Odell been rather quiet. You know, you haven't yeah, really yeah, seen yeah, Odell since the season started. Yeah. Of course, he didn't finish the season. They shut him down with three games left. So, I, I can. So, Uncle, that's also never, it never happened. OBJ. I don't know, man. I don't know. OBJ <laughs> to San Francisco is looking legit. And they say uh, John Lynch, John Lynch is going full steam ahead with this. So, Josina Anderson also said, and keep an eye out for it. That kind of put things in perspective about them not going after AB because I they probably the Odell, they, they probably the got Odell something working. Going. Yeah, they probably got something working. They can afford the contract. They can afford the contract. It won't hurt them on the books. It kind of makes sense. Could we potentially get two of your best, what, top top three, two of your best receivers on the West Coast? Yeah. You see that happening? Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> and I think if it happens, I think, look at the 49ers. Like, look, look. You know, young old star team, young quarterback, great young tight end. You know, they, they got some pieces. They're a solid right. defense from last year. So I we'll see. Be a Giants fan right now, like it, it feels. I like, feel like they starting over, man. It, it, it's starting over, but it yeah. feels like being a Jag fan went worse because we like when you look at that young quarterback. All you, all you have, <laughs> all Gettleman had to do uh-huh. was go get a quarterback. Right, like, that's it. You know, like literally, go get a quarterback. I'm gonna draft right. all offensive linemen in this nature. I'm gonna get, we'll get the defense straight crazy. Right, all they do is get a quarterback. This motherfucker broke back. Eli Manning. Yes, he did. And it's saying that he's gonna trade a generational receiver like Obi. I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't I, get it, man. I, I think Eli Manning. You keeping him there? You keeping Eli there? Like that's causing problems. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Man. I can see like if I can see if Odell Beckham is like he might be like dog. Eli is still our quarterback. I'm in my prime. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got Saquon Barkley here. Like. What, what are we doing? Like, are we going to make the necessary moves or try to be great? Like, I'm right. still Fred saying, like, because it just applies. Only you know thing that scared me about that San Fran thing is Garoppolo staying healthy. Ken, if he don't stay healthy, he had a free injury he, last year. Like that, 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 that leg injury. injury, like, that, you know, it was just a free injury, dog. Like, and you're right, it is predicated on him. Yeah, you know, staying healthy. But that's the biggest rumor out right now, man. That the 49ers are basically trying to go grab Odell Beckham Jr. and I think Odell look good in the 49 uniform. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me, honestly. Me too. And I honestly, yeah, I kind of Mar- hope it happened. I kind of I kind of hope it, it happened. I think it's got a lot to do with that market too, man. They, these guys just want to – I think LeBron going to the West Coast really opened that thing up. Right. For, and they all connected with LeBron. Athletes want to go to the West Coast now and play LeBron the is the Coast. Hub. LeBron is the hub of today's athlete. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at – no matter what sport. Yeah. Look at all look, look at all the sports. Yeah. From baseball – but him and Bryce Harper are good friends. Mm-hmm. To the right. to NFL, OBJ, Antonio Brown, even right. in the NBA. Like, LeBron is the censor. It seems like mm-hmm. he's the censor of this thing. And I applaud the man. Like, we need to start celebrating LeBron James on Black History Month next year. Right. <laughs> Put him in the schools and talk about him. But, you know, right. we're not going to get into all that. All right. So, um, let's see what else we got. Um, okay, let's go ahead and get into it, man. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Huh? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Today, the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you don't know already, you're about to find out. Nick Foles is the newest member, newest starting quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles received a four-year deal up to $88 million with full incentives. It could be $102 million. 
Uh, 49 million guaranteed, I believe that's the number. Nah, 55. 55. Million. Okay, sorry, 55 million guaranteed. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna let Black and Fred, you know, get it going, man. And I'll come clean up the mess. What's up, Black? <laughs> Foles is a Jaguar, baby. Uh, Super Bowl champion Nick Foles. They overpaid, man. Mm. They overpaid. Pedro, what's up, boy? I'm cool with Nick Foles being there because I feel like Nick Foles, he's a, win- he's a winner. Uh, he got a Super Bowl, you know. Um, yeah, just recently, two years ago. I just feel like you maybe you should have signed him to a three-year, fifty-something million, twenty-something guaranteed. Uh huh. Twenty-five million guaranteed out of the fifty, but uh, the Jaguars overpaid. You know, we just throw stupid money at quarterbacks that we think we stupid need. Stupid money. Stupid money. Yeah. Stupid money. All right, so. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm cool with it. I think it's I think it's up really? from Blake Bortles. I think it's a step up from Blake Bortles. Anything is better than Blake Bortles to me right now. Okay. But, um, if they get some, if they can get some weapons around him and uh, some more, some more talent at the, some more talent on the offensive side of the PJ, ball, what's up? we'll be okay. We'll be all right. But I'm happy to see welcome Nick Foles to Jacksonville. Oh, you welcome him here. <laughs> welcome him to Jacksonville. <laughs> you know we got to. He's here now. It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's here. You're right. He's he our guy. Con Jet right now. He's, he's our guy. Here. He's our guy. So. <laughs> uh, I'm cool with it. It's okay. all right, man. I'm just I'm not too happy about the money that he got. You know, but why though? Do we do we? I'm gonna wait. Go ahead, Fred. Well, because I, I know Fred, the casual it, Jag it, fan. Yeah, don't care. That's so it's like I'm not. You know, I may sound more hurt than I like actually am because I mean I've already kind of given up. You know what I'm saying? On up. I've given up on this season until the Tom Coughlin era is out of there. I mean, can they go win eight to whatever? Let's even say ten. Like if you want to put it at ten, do you think they can go win eight to ten games next year? That's great. You know what I'm saying? But. What I, I what I wanted was, you know, a Super Bowl. Like I, I, we was real close to a Super Bowl. Like we had it in the grabs, and I think right now our window is closed, and we just making every like move we can. Like we needed a quarterback two years ago, so it's like we now we got to pay a hundred million just to get a guy who has never played sixteen games in the season. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's always like we one move behind. I look at a team like the Chiefs, like they, they Alex Smith. People forget Alex Smith what what twelve games that year, some shit they had him. And they spent the pick, came back in the draft, and went and got, we know now, the best quarterback to me of all time. I mean, like, in the late first round. Oh, you talking you Mahomes? Know? Yeah, Mahomes. Oh. And it's like, I just look at these at people making moves, and, and I just look at the Jags, and it's like, this move is two years too late with the wrong quarterback. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, a Mark, and Malik Jackson, it's a lot of these boys gone now from that defense. Okay. You know, Campbell going to be a year old. Or Clarence Campbell, a year older. Like, all these older guys, a year older, you ain't got Fowler no more. Mm-hmm. That was a young buck. You got Ngakwe, who can uh, rush you to pass the pass but he ain't stopping no run. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got that beef in the middle no more, man. You know, you just say, and, and you still got beef, but you ain't got that deep beef once. Yeah. You know, Marcel Darius, whatever them come off the bench, you still got t- Bryant from Florida, who ain't have a sack last year. You know what I'm saying? So if you're really looking at how this team built, you let go of get uh Gibson. What safety are you going after? Why are you giving Nick Foles fifty million dollars and you don't have a safety? Okay. Who are you going to get? I I, I promise you, I rather them gave I rather them gave hundred million to Earl Thomas. So I'm like, oh, at least I know nobody gets you got Jalen and Earl back there. Give me something yeah. where it's like, okay, I feel comfortable. All right, we're gonna waste one more year with uh Blake, but whatever. You know, or, or try to get Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, go get a Ricky. Just do that. Go get you. Go get a Ricky and go from there. But to give a hundred million dollars to Nick Foles because he was able to do it under Doug Peterson. This okay. is Marone we talking about here, people. This is Tom Coughlin we talking about here, people. Okay. I understand they got that offensive coordinator who was the quarterbacks coach 
He never called. Ain't called to play in his damn life. He was the quarterback's coach. Okay. He coming down. He's going to lead us to this prolific offense. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else. Didn't they say that about the last nigga? Uh, oh, he, he works well with borders. We're going to give him a whole year. That's what the Jags do. They give niggas whole years and five-year runs. Like you're left with. Like I said, we're the team who always makes the um always makes the step just too damn late. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Rams are primed. Like, okay, how can we get back to the Super Bowl? Because okay. they got to the Super Bowl. They made the necessary moves to get over the hump. You you make that move two years ago. Imagine putting foes maybe on the team when we went, you know, that one team. Okay, well. You know, with a different offensive coordinator. Okay. Why are you holding on to the stuff so long? Like, Okay. So, I just don't. I mean, 79, 8 and 8, even if you want to go 9 and 7 on a prayer, 10 and uh, whatever, 10, 10 and 6. six. I don't see. You, you haven't beat the Titans in six games. You haven't beaten the Texans since old boy got back healthy. I mean, come on, it's Andrew Luck. I, Enough said. You know, okay. and, Foles is not outdueling Andrew Luck on his best day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And all these defenses are getting better. All these teams have been together for What's this up, long bro? time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just not. I, I'm not as. I'm not high on the move. Okay. Well. You know. Okay. I, I, it sounds like what you're saying. You know, as long as the regime that's in place there. Coughlin, the, the coaching staff. Yeah. It kind of just dilutes the fact that Nick Foles is there. Yeah. So yeah, you don't really yeah, feel like I, the yeah. Jaguars going to get a fair shake to even see what Foles can really do. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Well, and okay. for $100 million, Okay. That means they bringing him in to be like, oh, you fit a beat. You're the savior. You give Peyton Manning $80 million because it's like, okay, you're going to get this great defense. You're going to get us at least over that hump. That's the market. Though. And every single year they was in contention for a Super Bowl. You cannot in your heart of hearts and say that Nick Foles is going to be in contention for a Super Bowl for these next four years. Nobody in their right mind is coming in the next year saying, oh, the Jags might win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Nobody. No Jags for nothing. We all, well, maybe we can get back to the playoffs. Hell, maybe we can even have a deep run. But nobody is coming out saying, them are Super Bowl favorites. If you're paying a motherfucker $100 million, you need to be favorited for something. Okay, Fred. All right, you know, I, I knew Fred needed to get some things off his chest, <laughs> and he did exactly that. Um, but my thing is, I think it's a good move for the Jaguars. I think bringing in Nick Foles, a winner, a recent winner, won a Super Bowl two years ago. Maybe he can come in there and shake up the culture. Maybe he can come in there and show them boys how to be, you know, prepare and try to win. And yeah, I understand. Um, uh, Wentz went down in Week 13, the year they won a Super Bowl. But I don't think that's the easiest. It can't be the easiest thing to do. For the backup QB who hasn't played all year long to come into that system, win every game, and win the championship, that can't be easy. Like, he earned his stripes. Like, it's not like they won and then got eliminated in the first round. Nick Foles won't be making this money. He won a Super Bowl. He got to the biggest stage and went mono e mono with Tom Brady and got the win. I understand that the Eagles ain't the Jaguars. But that experience that he gained, in Philadelphia, though, that has to transcend somewhat, at least in that locker room. Mm-hmm. In that locker room. You know what I'm saying? So I hear everything Fred and, and most people are saying about the regime and what we know what uh, Nick Foles is, who he's working on. But at the same time, them players got to go on that field. I understand what you're saying about the locker room. And that's, that's the most will, important. Will it translate on the field? It has you can to. change the culture right. in the locker room and it may not translate on the will. field. I think with Jalen Ramsey and these guys, Jalen Ramsey will probably never respected Blake Bortles. You want to know why? Because Blake not a winner. They, they they haven't seen Blake go out there and, and consistently do something great. Every player that's in the Jaguars locker room sat in front of their TV screen and watched Nick Foles win a Super Bowl title. When Nick Foles walks into this Jaguars locker room, he will be respected. 
He's not gonna have to earn respect because he's went in there and did the basically the impossible. We've never seen that happen before in the NFL. A cold turkey backup quarterback comes in and catches fire. So it's it's not like he beat Scrubs. He didn't just knock off Scrubs to go on and win a Super Bowl. He beat the GOAT two times, the quarterback and the head coach, and made no mistakes. Doug Peterson is a hell of an offensive mind. Yes, Fred is exactly right. And I don't know what this offensive coordinator is going to bring to the table. I have Mm -hmm. no idea. But if if, if I had to bet on something, and we were talking about this before the show, I think Nick Foles can at least get you seven to eight wins. I don't think Nick Foles gonna make those mistakes. Even though we'll see what the Jags do in the draft, we'll see what the Jags do in free agency. But I don't think Nick Foles is gonna beat himself like Blake Bortles did over and over and over again. Because let's keep it real, the Jaguars lost a lot of defensive players. Players, but you have, but you have. The veterans there who made that run a couple years ago. You still got Jalen. You, 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 you got Taylor. You still got your core. You got leadership in Calais Campbell. Like Calais is not the same player, but he a leader they on can't that miss team. On this draft. They were, when they, if they haven't won a chance to do anything for the next two years, they got to get this draft right. I agree. They can't it's go big. drafting no Taven Bryans no more. Like it's big. they can't be out here just like drafting the draft. Like Tom Coughlin, get yeah. your fucking head out of your fucking ass. It's big. You know it's what I'm big. saying? Get it. If you got to get a right tackle, that's it, man. Get it. If that's the best that's player big. and your stupid fucking ass can't well, well, think past who's going to do better. But, but that's get, what we need, that though, player. Fred. That's what get we need. We right. need we need some we need some depth on that offensive line. Right. We had a lot of we had a lot of players go down on that offensive line last year. A lot of interesting and, I, and I'm cool. And, and I'm cool with an offensive line at the seven pick. I'm okay. cool with that. Yeah, fine. You take yeah. the you take the best offensive lineman available at seven. Look what the Cowboys did for three straight drafts. We draft nothing but yeah, interior linemen, mm-hmm. and then and y'all got one of the best lines in the league today. In the third, four, because I, I, I just thought they're gonna piss me the fuck off and get a fullback or something in the third round. <laughs> Come back with a D tackle from Buffalo State, like you, Buffalo you just, State. We just I don't. don't need, real it's like we don't need to get like fancy and smart with this shit. I feel like, you, Fred, and, and I just feel like they gonna do that shit, man. Like a wide receiver from uh, such as Fayetteville University. <laughs> And it's like, dog, I just the first we'll be able to tell. We will be able to tell not only the Jaguars, but a lot of NFL teams. We live in Duval, so the Jaguars is what we know. We'll be able to tell what kind of season the Jaguars are gonna have after the draft. We're not even gonna have to wait till preseason. We're not gonna have to wait till the season starts. We'll be able to see once the draft is complete what kind of season the Jaguars are gonna have. And I think, I think. That with the move of Nick Foles, I think that's a step in the right direction. I don't think the Jaguars took a step back. I think they took at least a step in the right direction. I feel like you'll be able to see by the end of free agency what they're going to do. That, well, I don't because think that's I fair feel, to say. You I, I feel draft. like you can. I feel like you can because you still, like you said, we still got our core on defense. You do. You got if the you core. Get, if you can get one more piece, may it be offensively, may it be uh, defensively, okay, a good piece, then you're going into the right direction. Like you said, they taking the step sign to Nick Foles. Into yep, the right, right direction, direction. Yep. but I feel like you need one more piece in free agency to kind of solidify and show. Okay, we kind of want to win right now. And, 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 and I agree with that. That's that's a good one. So, you know, this thing is just really getting started. Y'all follow us on Instagram, a reduced lunch sports page on Instagram. Um, we keeping the information flowing on there, man. All the breaking news, uh, everything. You know, y'all just stay in tune with that, especially with this Jaguar stuff as the season heat up. All right. So we're gonna transition into some other notable uh, deals that took place um, so far um, in this NFL uh, offseason. You had uh, the Baltimore Ravens let go of Eric Weddle. He is now a Los Angeles Rams. 
Los Angeles Rams. I think that's a great move for the Rams. Yeah. A veteran player. I don't really know what the Ravens was thinking. Replacing Mark LaMarcus Joyner, right? Joyner was a corner. What well, was a safety? safety. No, yeah. LaMarcus Joyner safety. I thought he was a corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he replacing Joyner. I think that's a great leadership. And Weddle can still play out there in Los Angeles. Um, you also had Sean Lee restructure his quarterback, uh, excuse me, restructure his contract with the Dallas Cowboys to stay with the team. Um, the thing about Sean Lee, Sean Lee's a hell of a player. If you want to put front li- a play on the front line, I'll put Sean Lee on the front line because he reckless. Sean, the Cowboys, he restructured his deal with the Cowboys, but he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. So what is, is, is you think they gonna, he going to be a guy to come – He's Off the sideline? Nah, he's moving uh, to the strong side linebacker. He won't be middle linebacker no more. Obviously, okay. that's Jalen Smith. So he won't be uh, – he's moving the strong side linebacker. You need that leadership on the field if he can stay healthy. healthy. Obviously, the, obviously the, the big news is A.B. is now uh, Oakland. Uh, yeah, Oakland Raiders soon to be uh, Las Vegas Raider. That's going to be weird saying that. Um, you also had Dante Fowler, former Jaguar, uh, re-signed with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's a big deal. Yeah, I think I like Sue, Sue was starting to get longer in the two. I think Fowler showed – I mean, leaps and bounds when he got to L.A., especially yeah. in the playoffs, that Cowboy game when he just blew up <laughs> Zeke. I still see yeah. that in my nightmares. Um, so that's a big move for them. They also have Danny Amendola leaving Miami, going back to this team where he started from, which is the Detroit Lions. So um, I don't know if he can help them. Big news, you got Malik Jackson, who was let go by the Jaguars, got picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles. Great and, team, like, man, the Eagles got the best D-line in the game. Yeah. I mean, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Will no longer be double team. Right. You can't double team him no more. Yeah. Is he gonna have one on ones? He gonna be reckless this year, you know, on these quarterbacks. So God I help me to let Malik go. I didn't. I and, and you know what's crazy? I was I was looking at some uh, some footage they had on Bleacher Report of Malik, and Malik got double teamed a whole lot last year. Right, he was a scapegoat for he, all that. He year. got double teamed. Yeah. And I'm and I'm sitting there looking at I'm sitting there looking. You know, I had to sit back and be like, dang, I had to take back what I said about Malik about him disappearing. But he was double teamed. Was, he was double teamed the whole time. Yeah, four hands on him every snap. Yeah. And now it kind of make me feel like, dang, like, he gone now. You let him go, I man. You let him go now. Yeah. Yep. Dang, you had- say, oh, there's ain't no sack machine. No. And you let Fowler go. It's just like, what investments are you keeping? Like, what yeah. are y'all doing? You, yeah. You're going to. Jalen on his fifth, you you pick up his fifth year option. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Resign the man. Yeah. Oh, let's wait another year when the market go up even more. Okay, yeah. let's not get the contract out of the way now. Let's wait to go up twenty more million. I think they. Not, I don't think they still enough to let him go and go to free agency. I think Jalen. I think Jalen deal. Jalen deal. I think Jalen gonna pull an AB on them boys. I think they go. I, if them boys don't go if to this the year don't go the way it's supposed to, I, I can see him leaving. I can see him leaving. AB done set the standard. If, if you a superstar, if, you can get out of your team. If Tom Coughlin has any smarts about him, if, if Shaq Khan has any smarts about themselves, they'll get a deal done with Jalen Ramsey before the season starts. Like, because if you let him even sniff, sniff come on, free agency, he leaving Jacksonville. All mm-hmm. that I want to play with one team for the rest of my whole career, dog, we're not naive here. Let's not right. be stupid here. Right. If somebody – if somebody comes knocking on his door, if the Dallas yeah. Cowboys come knocking on Jalen Ramsey's door, mm-hmm. he out of there. It's a wrap. If the Philadelphia Eagles come knocking on Jalen Ramsey's door, Los Man, Angeles Rams, like, he out of there because he got the potential superstar. to be a 
Not only he already a NFL like a, a player superstar. You're right. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey can hit the market and be a AB and be these boys. Why? The he corner. speaks well. Yep. He intelligent. He got style. Like he just what you need in the culture that we have today. Whenever he yep. get his so money, we'll he's see. gonna be the highest paid corner in the league. We'll see. All right. So you had Landon Collins sign an explosive six year, eighty four million dollar deal with the Washington Redskins. Uh, fifty four million dollars guaranteed. I mean, the Redskins do it all the time. Yeah, they do it all the time. Landon Collins a hell of a player, but I'm gonna keep it funky, dog. Like he can he play the box, good. but he can't. Pa- he can't pa- uh, cover the pass. Come at all. He get like, burnt. At all. He can't come cover and blow you up, though. Boy. Yeah, but oh. in today's NFL, if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm pointing at Landon Collins. All right, because I'm throwing it right at his way. Because you know why? He can't go catch nobody, and he's not gonna cover nobody. Not saying he's not a great safety. But today's safety it's is safe, different. Right. This ain't Ronnie Lott. Right. This ain't Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed. No, you feel like he don't speak Ed Reed. Ed Reed a different animal. Yeah, that's a and different type Jaylen of animal. And you see Jalen getting these contracts. Like, because Jalen even tweeted out, oh, a box safety getting? Yeah. 50 guaranteed? That's yeah. how much foes got. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's how much a box safety getting? Yeah, Jalen. Oh, yeah. let's see what a quarterback Jaylen gonna get. read. Jalen going to be like how eight, uh, Patrick Peterson was three years ago. Which, Patrick uh, Peterson yeah. was a standard for Richard Sherman and all them other DBs to get their money. Right. Patrick Peterson got broke off at yes, that he did. time. Yes, he did. Jalen Ramsey is the next defensive back to reshape the market. Mm-hmm. If you even go before Adrian Peterson, Namdi Asamoah, when he right. was the top corner in Oakland, mm-hmm. when he right. went to Philly, he reshaped the Huge market. Huge money. So you have you have positional exactly. players who who gonna come who coming up that the market's gonna change. Look at Khalil Mack at the defensive end, yeah. like. Thank God for them boys, because now these people they who get come quarterback money. Them, yeah, they, they get quarterback paid. money. Yeah. Uh, a couple other moves before we move on. Had Deshaun Jackson get traded from um, the Bucks. He's going back home. He's going back to Philly. You know, Deshaun's getting longer than two, but speed kills. Right. I don't care how long you get, that boy still running four three four. He gonna right. blow by you, and Deshaun Jackson probably gonna have a hell of a year in Philadelphia. Um, and just a couple notables. You had uh, Terrell Suggs. It signed a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. You had Frank Gore signed a one-year deal to go to Buffalo. Uh, Frank Gore, excuse me. Frank Gore is trying to get the – it's crazy. He's trying to be the all-time rusher in NFL history. Uh, so, we'll see how that goes, man. So, um, that's just, that's been the free agency move so far uh, in the NFL. Let's not forget Adam Humphreys. Who? Let's not forget Adam Humphreys' $36 million deal. Who we play for? With the Tennessee Titans. It's the market, dog. <laughs> let's please, market, let's dog. please not forget that. It's the market, dog. It's the market. So, a you misfit. Know. A misfit got $36 it's million. Dollars. It's the market, dog. <laughs> so we'll see, man. So that's our NFL news and notes talk. All right, we're going to um, get back to the NFL later on in the uh, podcast. We want to transition now to the uh, NBA. We're going to get... Uh, to the NBA. Uh, before we get started, uh, we're going to have a ceremony here. Um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and lay um, the 2019 Los Angeles Lakers uh, to, to peace. Uh, RIP to the Lakers. Um, I'm just going to take a second here. Give us 10 seconds while we let this play, please. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably, uh, I think last Sunday night uh, when the Lakers lost to the Phoenix Suns by 15 points, <laughs> uh, that the season was over. As I watched in my living room in utter disappointment and shame and embarrassment, um, 
I just came to the conclusion that enough is enough. I will no longer tweet about the Lakers the rest of the season. I will no longer post Lake Show on any of my social media sites. You will no longer hear me mention anything about the Los Angeles Lakers uh, for the rest of the season. The only thing I will acknowledge, and we'll talk about that soon, is the accomplishments of the great LeBron James. Um, so before we uh, move on, I want to say rest in peace uh, to the disappointing season. R.I.P. Of the 2019 <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Moment of silence for everybody. All right, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. <sighs> well, I, I want to say something about these fucking Lakers. Cool, well, cool, I, and cool, I guess just, cool. And, I, and I'm not even going to be hard on Laker fans who are not LeBron fans. Like, who are, you know what I'm saying, Laker fans before we got there. Cool. And our LeBron banana boat and kind of took over the city. Mm-hmm. I understand frustration. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's... You're, you know what I'm saying? You, it's your, it was your team before, you know, kind of Vader. He said, oh, LeBron, he just doesn't seem like he's all in. He doesn't seem like he's just all in. And, and the, man, if you don't suck my dick with do you know you're talking about LeBron fucking James? You fucking goofy-ass niggas. Do you understand what the fuck you're talking about? I mean, this man is not a scorer, and he's sitting at fourth all t- out of everybody who's ever played basketball in the history of basketball. Ever. He's sitting at number four. Wow. All time. And this man is not a scorer. Mm-mm. Do you not understand? This man averaged 28, 8, and 27, 8, and 8 this year. Yep. Kobe never averaged that. No. Jordan only averaged over seven in assists and rebounds. Shout out to Shannon Sharp for giving me that stat one time. Yep. So we talking about a player in the player where y'all say, oh, he's watched his most watched. This nigga, I mean, 27, 8, and 8, he almost averaged a triple-double. Correct. Mm-hmm. So let's step back. In year for, 16. In year 16. Mm-hmm. So let's step back at what's really going on. Yep. Dale Demps got fired because he wouldn't pull the trigger right. on Anthony Davis. Yep. Nobody, Kyrie is out of there. Yep. You think the Celtics finna give up all them young pieces for a one-year rental AD? Nope. And put them with who? Nope. They're playing with they have Kyrie and yep. AD. Yep. Now that Kyrie is gone, guess who ain't coming there? AD, they ain't giving up the pieces. Your only choice is to do business with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And now that the Lakers are losing, they're going to have a higher pick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm coming to the Pelicans like, look, either you can take this pick and um, who, I don't know, what if it was one of them one of them young niggas, one of these niggas, <laughs> get the fuck out of here and going to bring AD to the Lakers. AD will be in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. period, next year. So you start we there. We you hope. can start. I, 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 I that's no a doubt big. That's it. a big hope for it. That's we a hope. big hope. I, no doubt about it. Like I feel like he. I, who else is going to be able to offer the Pelicans what the Lakers can without dismantling their team? Because the Celtics were your only option. I, th- I think the Pelicans. Um, the, the Pelicans are at a uh, disadvantage now because they didn't pull the trigger on the possibly the best package that they can get with the Lakers, yep. which it was. I mean, it was the best package. And now you go into a situation where now the league knows that, okay, you fired your general manager. Yep. So now y'all pretty much held hostage because now you're literally in the last deal and last year Anthony Davis's deal. He's no longer going to be there. Yep. So, like Fred said, who else can give you somewhat of a package? Now, that package took a hit um, today. Um, and my heart does go out to Brandon Ingram. Uh, he found They found out they had blood clocks yeah. um, oh, in his body. And my father has blood clocks, and I know how serious – of an issue that is and Chris Bosch had blood clocks and that's why he was forced to retire Mm -hmm. so luckily they was able to catch one of the blood clocks that was in Brandon Egram's shoulder Mm -hmm. um before it got into his uh his organs so that's Mm -hmm. that's that's bigger than basketball you know we really wish Brandon Ingram the best for his health this young upstart player so now 
Brandon Ingram cannot be traded. There's no one going to trade from Brandon Ingram at this moment unless you get a clear bill of health moving forward. Because mm -hmm. let's keep it real, Brandon Ingram was like stepping up before he got hurt. Right, right. He was. Like he was even in the fourth quarter. I was. I said okay, it, it was right. too late, but he a young player. Um, so the Pelicans, it's on y'all, bro. Right. It's on y'all now. So you but know, that, that mean the Lakers could get the seventh overall. People got. People got. I'm looking at that pick, and I'm like, anything in this this draft is loaded. Absolutely. It's loaded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's just gonna be, loaded. Man, anything absolutely. inside of the top eight to me, you picking a starter, like a for sure starter. Absolutely. Like I'm looking at this J J Jaru Morant. You know what I'm saying? J Morant. J Morant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn. He, I mean, I, I understand you have beat. to take Zion first. I understand you have to do that. But I'm looking around like, man, you Bird might go second, you though. Know what I'm oh, I think real. for sure. I think, you got the, I don't think the he going to go second. He might go second. I don't think he going to go think, second. But the thing about it is, like, he's worthy of even going front. Like, you can yeah, have look the at first five, six, seven picks that are worthy in other drafts where they to be number one. First. Yeah, I feel you. You know I feel what I'm saying? You got Barrett. Yeah, you got Barrett. The Lakers going to not only possess this, but they yeah. possess some shit in their hand. Like, okay, you got Kuzma in your hand. Right. Okay, you might have Lonzo in your hand. I just think you're not gonna have to give up that much because we'll give you that first, and we'll give you the next, the first, the next four years. Yeah. I mean, the first round piece you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else is gonna blow up their team the way the Lakers are ready to, and that's my thing. Like, they ain't get rid of Dale Demps for nothing. Right. Because if, if they got rid of Dale Demps because he, he was loyal to the, they got rid of Dale Demps. He was a jackass. <laughs> Period. Yeah, you're right. Because he was a jackass. When they right. bring the next GM in there, you're right. Like, okay. Hey, this is the best deal moving on. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about right. Anthony Davis. Let's take our feelings out of it. You're right. This is the best deal, and I ain't trying to lose my job. You're right. Like y'all just fired Dale Dimps. You're right. Come on, man. That's just common sense. I see AD in LA next year. Okay. And we go from there. Okay. That well, free agent list looking great. I, I Katie. I mean, if, if we Kimba, get one of them other big names, it'll be great. Kimball Walker. But man, you bring AD and go get a Kimball Walker. Like whatever. Right. Go get right. nigga from the, one of them niggas from the Sixers. Both them niggas deal up Butler Jimmy and Butler and Jimmy Tobias Butler. Harris. Oh, yeah. Still got Lonzo. You still got pieces on that team. Like, yeah. I don't know, but people tripping. But yeah. I see what I, I, I know how it feels <laughs> you, to be a Laker now. Like, do you I, feel like I feel the hate? Yes. Do you feel like these guys kind of sh shut it down on LeBron a little bit? You know, by him being when he was like out and then the comments. Yeah, the season was in turmoil. Like yeah. you got to think they're young. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, maturity factor is not there to realize that they are professional athletes and anything really goes when you enter these leagues. Right. You know, there's only two or three players who are untouchable. Steph, James Harden, LeBron James. Right. Um, I can't think of nobody else. You know what I'm saying? There's only like a, two or three, four players who are untouchable in the NBA who will never be traded. Never right. be traded. You know, other than that, everyone is an expense. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think these the young players, like I, I, I hate the way Zoe moving to, you know, and no, I, I ain't going to say I hate it because I do somewhat understand, like, why come back into that environment? We're not playing for nothing. Why not go ahead and get 100% healthy? You know, but Zone not even out there on the bench. Like, he's, he's been in a couple of games, but you don't even see him out right. there. Yeah. That leads me to say either – and, I, and I've heard the, the, the war between him and Luke Walton. It's really starting to come out that him and Luke Walton just don't mesh. They don't click. Like, you know, he don't agree with Luke's system and how he plays them. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I just think at the end of the day, man, the Lakers, I think – you keep that same energy, you pundits out there who are talking about the Lakers. Because this summer, yeah. if you don't think Magic Johnson and LeBron James, Jeannie, but if you don't think some major moves are not going to be made and LeBron not going to come back in year 18 and be a terrorist, yeah. 
Yeah. You out of your mind. And I had to sit back and I had to check myself last week. I'm looking at these numbers. 27, yeah, 8, and 8. <laughs> and then I'm watching these games. The game, this, I don't even know the starting point guard for the Lakers now. They, yeah. The, the yeah I don't even know the starting. I don't know no they one. They just who signed was, this Ingram guy on a 10-day contract. Yeah, they signed him last year. Just think about what you yeah. just said. This yeah. guy's going to be playing with he LeBron James. He played last year. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to actually step on the court. And no disrespect to dog. Like, big ups, bro. Do your thing. Right. But we're talking about LeBron James. Right. And, you, and, bro, you even think about it in the finals the year before. Like, this man had... J.R. Smith basically is the second best player, and they was within 10 against KD, Steph Curry, got and that game Thompson, won. and Draymond Green. Yeah. This was like last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people it's like, forgetting crazy. People got it like Braun take up a lot of that space on yep. that flow. Yep. It's so noticeable when you're not there. So, you know, Laker didn't, uh, Van Gundy, you might have to think about trading LeBron. Get, Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> why you want fired today? If I was ESPN, why you want to brought in and sat down and said, listen, if you ever make another remark like that, first we're going to suspend you for 120 days. And then the next remark that you make like that against the greatest player, basically, maybe of all time. When he said that, so the, and speak us to Mark Jackson. <laughs> right. Mark Jackson, like, bro, what are you doing? Mark Jackson, like, bro, we on live TV, yeah. Jeff. Like, cut that, cut that out, bro. And big up to Paul Pierce and Jalen Rose and Tom Smith. Everybody time. Like, man, you like Jeff and Gunner, like, you nuts. <laughs> cut it out, bro. And he and then you gonna bring your you gonna bring your uh situation with Tracy McGrady and and Yao Migany. It's so That's hard totally to coach different. older players. Like bro, Tracy totally McGrady different. was a great offensive scorer, probably top five offensive scorer on, as a I guard. Got this, I got this one. But my nigga, this LeBron James. Yeah. Top two player ever. They, they have to rebuild this roster, right? And to me, okay, it could be a trade with. You know, for an Anthony Davis, or I think they need to explore trading LeBron for getting as much as they can. What are you doing? Seriously. No, seriously, what are you doing? No. You got to Mark Jackson. If I could trade Mark Jackson, man. tap space, which would give me a better chance to get Durant. Yeah, he's not talking about Your explanation That's crazy, man. Like, Jeff, I like your commentary, dog. He talked to Jeff like they was, like, somewhere in person, like, like at a bar, like, what are you doing? Yeah, he talked to Jeff like, Jeff called him like that's his home yeah. like bro maybe they need your bro what are you doing stop it cut it out like it ain't, just, it ain't just that either I, I think uh paul pierce saying what he said about lebron being taken over uh by james the other james harden as yeah, the best, best player in the league, league. yeah paul like, pierce come he on, just man, about lebron just because, he, the hell just out because the way, what's right. going on in la y'all trying to start doubting this man now right i don't understand that but, but, but chauncey billups and, and uh Jalen rose said it best like if you look at look they asked was lebron still the best player in the league yes yeah. Until Giannis Antetokounmpo could, could develop a jump shot, a consistent jump shot, or even a better jump shot than LeBron James, Giannis is the next best player in the league. Ain't nobody else in the in the in the talk to take that title away from LeBron. KD can't take that from LeBron. Steph Curry can't take that away from LeBron. It's only one player currently playing who right. can take that title from LeBron James, and it's Giannis. Yep. If he can develop a decent jump shot, I will have no problem saying, "Yeah, LeBron got the pass that." Yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm Giannis at, ain't doing that yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm even at the point, like, because I, I, I wouldn't even say, like, I'm just waiting on him to have a jump shot. Because somebody made a great point about Shaq. Like, they was like, man, if Shaq played today, he will average 35 to 20. He probably would. And then he was like, but there will be a bunch of people saying he's not allowed to be the best player in the league until he can develop a shot. But And I understand because of the type of league we in. The, the but when I watch Giannis, it's like, 
You are, are a Jack like, type of dominant. Like mm-hmm. just ducking right yeah. on it. Like looking niggas in their face, yeah. giving them time to get squared away. It's yeah. just dunking on niggas, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, I watch. If you watch a Bucks game, you can see what the offense does stall during games. Mm. Because when you bring in that certain type of lineup, when he's swinging the ball, swinging the ball, trying to get the open shots, it gets to Giannis, and Giannis stops the ball. Yeah, and right. and don't get me wrong, the Bucks are having a great season. But if you know basketball, you don't want that ball to stop. You don't. Even bro. when Giannis is dominant and explosive, he cutting, he catching the added like. The office gets consistently rolling. You don't want Giannis at the top of the key dribbling, 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 trying to look for a shot. Right. Most likely, he's going to take a first step and just blow right by you and get that dunk. Right. He is probably the most dominant force in basketball. I mean, I, I'd be remiss if I'm missing somebody, but Giannis is probably the most dominant well, force in basketball. And, and my thing about KD, you know, I was, we all talk about basketball. With, right. Because KD, I, it was a not even a room, but it was KD came out and said the big reason he went to Golden State right. was to be viewed better than LeBron James. How? You know, How that's, can that, you? That's, that's what all I the fans are true. wondering. But he, that's what he thought. He thought he could go there. Because think about it. This man won that's two not even back-to-back championships. What person have you ever seen win back-to-back championships? Two, back-to-back final MVPs. And you not even like, when we talk about best players, it's like you off on the... Okay, you talk about your hardest. Yeah. You coming back around and talk about your um nigga with the thunder. Two niggas for the thunder. Your Westbrook PG, or your yeah. PGs, and it's just like with KD, like because I've been saying it forever. He's a great scorer. Like even with Jordan, Jordan is the greatest scorer we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But it was different. Like AI great scorer. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a bunch of great scores to come to the league. But Jordan was different, my nigga. That yeah, ball control, killer. going to the hoop, killer. like it was just IQ. different. Like I don't KD to me don't have none of that. He don't have the dribble. Like, KD has an unstoppable shot. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that grants you enough to even in my top five. You I, know what I'm saying? Of all time, you mean? I mean, all around playing the NBA. I, 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 think Durant, I think Durant does possess a skill set that's being, you know, not looked. Like, Kevin Durant, at his height, should be able to handle the ball like he can. He should mm-hmm. be able to get to the spots on the floor and basically do what he wants to do in spectacular fashion offensively. That is something to be said. He's not a catch-and-shoot guy. Like, He's not. Durant creates his shot. He comes out the pick-and-roll. He can get in the post. He can get in the block. Like Fred said, like, validating everything Fred basically just said about him being an all-around scorer. I think the thing about Durant, he tried to be better defensively last year, and he did have a good year defensively last year. Right. He was top five in blocks. He was up there top five in steals. Like, he had a decent this, year last year, but, but he this fell is my back thing. this year. But he this is my thing. You can you can get better at those things when you on the best team in the that's NBA. Correct. That's a, that's a where correct. you don't have to worry about scoring night in and night out. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you can't say what was whatever said that you went to the Warriors to become the best player in the league. How? How? I, I hope that's you playing not his with thoughts. another person who can potentially say on that same team that he's could, could potentially be the best player in the league. And I see him do it by himself. And I know Steph Curry ain't come up too big in that finals. You know what I'm saying? But people got to understand when them boys went, them boys went 72 and uh, 73 and nine. That I was watching them highlights again from that finals. Like that was the best team I had ever, ever seen. seen. Period. Just, like just the, on the flow, flow that team, yeah. it was scary. Talked about it. It was new. Yeah. Like, for, I understand they got a bunch of KD and you. But never I seen the, it. Them niggas ain't scared of this team. Every, that we team was it. scary. The flow niggas they had. Niggas were saying yep. the NBA was ruined watching that team. Yep. But do you remember that shit? Yep. The NBA is yep. ruined because of how good yep. Steph Curry them is. And then he, yep. he, you add KD to that. Right. Like, I, I don't what's understand that. I feel like, like y'all been watching them I lately. Feel, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm I feel, not worried about I feel it. like if KD want to try to solidify know, himself as the best player 
or uh, up there past LeBron, you have to go to uh, another team and do it yourself. Not not yourself, not but go to the right. team and be the man. Right. You're not the man. Right. In uh, in, with the with, with the Warriors, Clay you're not Thompson the man. Off the injury, that's that's Steph Curry's team. Come he's on, gonna man. always be the man. As long as he's there. When is Kobe? Okay, let, like, okay, I say this. For Kobe, because so, I, I got to stop using LeBron because I have to start using greats who people can identify with. Mm-hmm. So let's take Kobe for, for instance. Mm-hmm. When you give a player as great as Kobe, mm-hmm. another great player, what do you do? You win three championships. Mm-hmm. And, and you can debate who's finals MVP. Shaq got them. But people who really know the game, they can say mm-hmm. they can debate who was the finals MVPs MVP. yeah. and that. Yeah. You take that away from Kobe, now it's time to prove yourself. Go rebuild. What you want? Thirty something games that next. You building right. it back up? Okay, and I took do this by three, myself. It took him four years to get back. Exactly four years, and Grind. now you back. But now you back. Then I thought it was three years because I thought one year they went they went to the playoffs and got beat in the first round, right? <laughs> and Phoenix. No, I'm beat talking about back to the finals. Like talking about the Lakers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't win the playoffs. Oh, back to the finals. Four years after Shaq left. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it, Kobe went through the grind. And then he but, got back. So imagine if Kobe never got back. Like, what would be the narrative of Kobe? Oh, he wouldn't be mentioned. He wouldn't be mentioned. Never be. He wouldn't be nearly celebrated. He had to win those never. two rings that he got to never. be mentioned. I, I think in like the I think in the fashion that Kobe did it is is. The accomplishment when he got those back-to-back uh, championships and went to three straight, I think that accomplishment is even – If I, I bet if I ask him, if I had ever the opportunity to ask him, your first three or your last two, he'd probably say his last, last two. two. Yeah. He said it that with be. the Shaq and Kobe. Oh, he did? Yeah, because yeah. what yeah. he had to go through – and just even going back watching. If you've never seen the Muse documentary, Muse documentary on mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, if you've never seen that, I encourage our listeners to go look at that. Because you will truly see the grind of a great player and leader. The injuries Kobe went through, Smush, Kawhi, <laughs> I mean, uh, Kwame Brown. Like, all of these players that Kobe was just trying to will and will to be great and realize, like, we got to flush these boys. <laughs> yeah, they right. not getting ready to do it. And then to come back the next year and be like, Phil, 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 we need to make a move. Like, Pau Gasol is out there. Like, right. we got to make a move in the post. Because that was the game. Dang, right. Mm-hmm. If you right. had a post player, you had a wing defender, and you had a score, you was going to win the title. Yeah. Right. That's when the, when the Boston Celtics move happened. When Ray Allen and KG got to Boston, <laughs> when that, dog, they, they literally reshaped the landscape of the league because they had everything. They had yep. the wing defender, they had the post defender, and the post score, and you had shooter. You had right. a shooter. Great shooter. What happened that first year? Title. Title. <laughs> they went to back to back. They went to three straight conference finals. So Fred is right. Like the narrative on Kobe versus Durant probably would be better than the Kobe. I mean, than the LeBron versus KD because Durant's leaving Golden State. I think he's going to leave just for that notion to say, "Hey, let me take a crack at this, right. so I can see if I can shut everybody up." Now, if he goes to New York or the Clippers, I don't care where he goes. You got to get right. If, if he, he can go, if he can just got, he just need to get one. That's it. If he can if get, he get one, yeah. Get one, I was like, you know what, KD? Right. I'm gonna open the door for you in this top five debate. <laughs> I will say this about even LeBron: if LeBron never won a title out of Miami, everybody who want to come at me with the argument of what well, he needed D-Way, even though I see that differently, you can say that. You can say this man had to go down there and get them titles, even though LeBron was the head of him, he was the Finals MVP. You can literally say, you know what, that man had to go. 
you know, team up, do this and that. But when this man went back I to think, Cleveland, all he needed was that one. We yes, ain't got to see LeBron win no more titles. Look, I you think D Wade needed him more than no, 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 no. no. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron needed him more leadership. Leadership. But leadership. We're not bro. talking about like for people out there, like and, and the non-common basketball fan that go to the athleticism on the floor. Right. Yeah. That's a given. LeBron was the best player in the league. Dwayne right. Wade knew that. That's why he he told him on the yacht in the offseason <laughs> that this going to have to be your team on the floor. All right. But the leadership intangibles, right. LeBron didn't have them. Right. Dwayne Wade was a winner, a he champion. Yes, he right. knew he what it take to grind it out and win a ring, bro. Mm-hmm. And LeBron needed somebody close to him to be like, okay, you know, I got you on that. Right. I got you on that. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> I got you on that. So I just think moving forward, the Kevin Durant versus – uh, Kobe Bryant debate as far as can he go now? It's, it's all tangible on KD leaving. Right, right. That he just has to leave now, right. because he can get a two hundred and thirty-five million dollar bag from the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> right. He can get a five-year deal, two hundred and thirty-five million dollar deal if he stays in Golden State. But I Jeez. think, I think that the narrative saying. I want to be considered as one of the greatest players to ever play this game. He would have to leave. He yeah, would he have, have to. to leave. Yeah, we'll see. Got I think it's more likely than not. I don't think. I don't think. I think he, it's more likely. I don't than even not. think it needs to be a conversation. Him even being brought up as the best player in the league, right? As long as you with the Warriors. And, and basketball, especially legacy, mm-hmm. is about moments. When you like, these are grown men who are going to war, and when they get these titles, you see, you see Magic on the floor crying. crying. You see Jordan's breath, like, crying. You see, Mike, you see Kobe. Kobe and the jacket on yeah. just crying his eyes yeah. out. You you didn't see LeBron crying to that third one. Yeah, you did. You seen them cry of relief on the that first one. one. But that third one, that you nigga was it. crying yeah. like a girl on the floor. Because that, that <laughs> grind, bro. Right. That grind, if Everything they had to go through in that series was real. The whole season. Real the, right. the whole season. You got season. KD coming at that 68 game. Skipping to the <laughs> finals. They said, oh, we won it. We won Even it. Even when KD won right. his reign, like, it was like, <laughs> like, all right, dog, we know you had to get. You had to go on the best team to win but your reign. It, did, it didn't feel like you didn't see KD, like, really have to, like, pour so much emotion. It didn't feel like when LeBron won his first ring. It didn't feel like that. Or the it didn't feel like when none yeah. of the greats. I like think with any of the great greats, right? you can go back. Isaiah Thomas when the Pistons first won, they <laughs> ran. Magic right. first ran. Jordan first, fourth, and fifth ring. You know, like, uh, LeBron's championship in Cleveland, like, you can go down. Paul Pierce, KG. Right. KG probably had the greatest <laughs> championship emotional outburst in the history yeah, of sports. He right. did. This right. man was in the league 13 <laughs> years. Right. And to crack the code and win crack a championship. The code, and that's how right. they beat a duck. Right. Kobe Brown was the greatest player in the league at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you beat a duck. How can I was the best post player in the league at that time? You didn't beat a duck to win a championship. Right. Yeah. So right. I, I, I feel you on that, man. It's like you. We'll see. Like, Durant, right. if you want to be considered, like, you can go get your rings. And you can get your money. You're going to be great for the rest of your life. But I think these players, when they lay down at night, when they talking to their homeboys, or they out and about, they listen to sports, radio, TV. Oh, yeah, they sense them oh, alive. Yeah. yeah. I can guarantee you Kevin Durant is probably in his living room somewhere. Yeah. Sitting on the sofa watching Stephen A and all these guys, and it's eating him. Yeah. Alive. He's basically saying, How can they say this about me? <laughs> what you mean? The best play you play with the two greatest shooters who ever shot basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> you play with the two greatest the shooters. Third, you might be the third. Yeah. yeah like, so doggy. <laughs> like, we haven't had this scenario before. So, right. that was, yeah, like, I agree with that. So, that greatness talk, you know what I'm saying? That greatness talk is. Yeah. Wait a minute, we have a brand new. 
Oh Lord. Fred, you gonna love this one, boy. Oh yeah. Fred gonna love this one. We have breaking news. I say we have breaking news coming to the reduced lunch action sports news desk. We're sorry to end up the greatness talking in the NBA. But the Kansas City Chiefs have just landed Tyron Matthew at safety. Three years, $42 million. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know football, (laughs) if you know anything about the sport of football, that might have been the biggest move of free agency so far. Well, (laughs) that might have been the biggest move. I'm not going to say biggest yet. So far, I I, 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 I got to say the biggest. You talking about totality of what the Chiefs already have? AB not going to the Super Bowl next year. (laughs) The Raiders not going to the AFC title game, and the Raiders not winning the NFC West next year. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Do you know what beat move. the Kansas City Chiefs last year? No secondary, no defense. And you got a dog that did not. <laughs> you arguably have you. the dog. You arguably have the second or third best, best safety, safety in football. Yeah. So what that mean for Eric Berry? He no, out of there. Nah, Eric Berry. Eric Berry gonna go to the strong. He gonna go to the strong. <laughs> Ty gonna go to the free. Because <laughs> mm. Eric Berry, Bear is now healthy. Right. Let's remember. He, he played late. He came back and played season. late. He, he came he back and played the late. First game of the season, season last right. year, then showed back up the AFC title, title game. game. Yeah, he right. was not healthy. He wasn't healthy. Yeah, come back off a leg injury to minus twenty degree weather. Ah. Right. Yeah. But now you healthy, Ooh. and you got a dog. <laughs> they might have locked up the best secondary tandem in football. Who better? Who At, safety. Better? At safety. At safety. At safety. At safety. Oh my God! Well, well, as, <laughs> as further developments go, we'll revisit it. But that is breaking news here into the reduced lunch action sports news. This cheese kingdom. That's cheese. My, that's my side. Have landed right. honey badger. Tyrone Matthew three years for the two men. Big wow! Big going for that Super Bowl big run. News. Yep. Big and shout out to Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy going for it. He on it. Like, that's going what, you, that's what I, you got to do. And I'm not just going to say that. Shout out to their new defensive coordinator because he know he need players in there. And their general manager. And he yeah. know they need players right. in there. Right. They know the one thing that stopped them from getting to a Super Bowl. Don't say the help. No help <laughs> in the secondary. I mean, so well. And Brady ate him alive. Up, ate him alive. Can't get Brady off the field. Edelman and Brady ate him up. So that's big news, but wow. I did not. Expect that. I, did I not, didn't either. I, I didn't expect him to go. I honestly thought right. Jacksonville was going to have a shot at him, but nope. I guess not. Wait, wait, what? Ja- nope. Uh, not to speak on Jacksonville again, because they uh, <laughs> shout out to Cartier. He on that now, but you know, some side bitch. I thought, look, we all need a side bitch in sports. A side team in sports. And the Chiefs, that's my team. Like, if you, you got if a we side were, chick friend. But the Jags are two years late on this quarterback move. I love the Jaguars. I don't, man, y'all didn't say what y'all want about me. Like, y'all side know chief. I love the Jaguars. Y'all know I'm emotionally off balance about the Jaguars. But I just want to go in the next season healthy. Like, even though I'm in if, this marriage with this stupid If ass, I'm Pat Mahomes, I'm feeling real good oh about yeah, my defense feeling right now. Feeling I'm feeling great. real good about my defense right now. You add a player like that. Yep. He's going to be everywhere for you, everywhere. You can get interior linemen in the draft because now they can fill the holes. Right. Yeah. You can get some young linebackers. You can get some young defensive linemen. And right. your corners, your corners are not bad. Your, your corners, corners are not, not bad. They're young, but they're not bad. They probably was exposed due to the lack of safety, safety help. Yeah. Yeah, no so safety we'll see help. if they can tighten up on that. But I think the Chiefs, well, I think they're the favorites anyway to win the Super Bowl. You they know what? Anyway. I, I think this anyway. move is the thing that breaks the ice. You got some veterans sitting out there who will probably take the – uh, who probably, yeah, like if you look at a Terrell Suggs, like I look at that, like nigga, you why wouldn't Should've you waited. make that? I'm like, how much y'all got off of me? Okay, you if the well, you way deal. you went, if Arizona, Arizona the, team, like for the what? number one pick yeah, in the what? draft, 
Like, okay, if y'all gonna offer me for uh, what? two million, but they gonna offer me one point five, I'm gonna win the championship. Yeah. All right, no Patrick Mahomes, what he gonna do? Just says that Ian Rapporteur just said that uh, Tyron Matthew was the Chiefs' top priority in free agency <laughs> this offseason. And, they, they, and they got their guy. And they paid him. So he finna be making like 15 million a year. Like, all right, dog. All right, so Damn. yeah, so that's big news, man. That's that's big, big, big news, man. So we're gonna wrap up the NBA. Uh, that was our breaking news, talking that goat talk. Uh, but that was huge, man. But we're gonna wrap up on the NBA, man, before we move on. Um, Twelve gonna, million a year. Twelve million a year. Yeah, and it got to be incentives there too. Mm-hmm. Got to be right. incentives there. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up. Um, let's go over the standings in the NBA right quick. We get ready for the playoff push. Um, we have sixteen remaining games left in the season. All right, so in the Eastern Conference. Bucks, Raptors, 76ers, who jumped the Pacers yesterday. They're now the third seed. All right, the 76ers are now the third seed. So I don't know if they can catch the Raptors. The Raptors have four. It's a four-game jump. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Mm -hmm. see. The the Raptors lost uh, three straight, and the Bucks have lost two out of their last three as well. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Boston Celtics are the fifth seed. Boston Celtics got lucky. Cause you don't have to worry about Philly in the first round, or you're gonna be dealing with the Pacers. Right. So now right. Boston can potentially set themselves up to move on if the playoffs were to start today. You, you got the Pistons at six. Blake Griffin is bowling. They've won five straight, eight and two since All Star break. Mm. The Pistons are coming, man. You got the Nets are still hanging in there at thirty-five and thirty-three. D'Angelo Russell. Mm-mm-mm. Every time I look at him, I just see purple or gold running down his body. And then you got the Heat. You got the Heat. You got the Heat. Sitting at eight at 31 and 35. I hope the Heat can make the playoffs for yeah, Dwayne Wade. Wade. It's yeah, one last dance. They will yeah. take a first round next to the Bucks, but we'll see. All right. Uh, moving down to the mighty Western Conference. You got the Warriors have reclaimed the number one seed, even though they lost to Phoenix last night at home. Uh, 45 and 21. Uh, they got a two-game lead on the Nuggets, who are sitting at the two seed. You got the Rockets at three for two games back of the Nuggets. I think the Rockets are going eight straight. I think the Rockets are going to take the Nuggets spot. I think the Rockets are going to end up the two seed going into the playoffs. Oh, uh, you got the Thunder, followed by the Trailblazers, the Jazz at six, Spurs and seven, and the Clippers at eight. You got the Kings at nine and the Timberwolves at ten. So with the uh, eighth spot, I think the Kings and the Wolves might be done. Uh, the Clippers are uh, have a five-game lead on the eighth-seeded uh, spot, and, and of course the lowly Lakers. They've been, they been playing good ball too. Dog, check this out, dog. And I don't even check this out, bro. The Lakers, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies and the Mavericks are all two games. Apart from 30 wins. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. The Suns have the worst one uh second worst working in the lead at 16 and 52 at 15 in the West. But anyway, man, I just I just saw that. I just couldn't overlook it. So that's our uh NBA talk. Playoff push is coming. 16 games left in the season. You're gonna see a lot, a lot, a lot of reshaping going on as we get ready to uh start the playoffs. I believe the, the playoffs start April 6th, 13th, I think. I think they start April 13th. So I'm looking forward to this playoff run. So that's our NBA talk. And oh, we we, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. Fred kind of let us know about that in his rant against the Lakers. But LeBron James passed Michael Jordan his fourth all time in scoring. So LeBron's not done. LeBron had if he can stay healthy. And average 23 points a game for the next three years, he would pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah, as an all-time leading uh, scorer in uh, NBA history. So you got Kareem at one. Yeah, you got Kareem at one. You got uh, Carl Malone at two. You got Kobe at three. 
You got LeBron at four and Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan at five. So the totality of that accomplishment is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, is. And shout out to LeBron for accomplishing that. Um, I was happy he was able to do that. All right. <clears throat> do y'all think so, that he okay. can stay healthy enough and keep playing to potentially get into that top two? I think it's yeah. all predicated on what is around him. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He can't be the workhorse. I think Kyrie coming, man. We'll like, see. I think we'll Kyrie we'll coming. All the signs are there. Like, we'll see. This we'll is see. the over. I don't know, man. And, and I don't want to divert it back, but I look at the reasons. If Kyrie has something to prove, I can understand the New York move. But when Kyrie hit that shot, like he solidified, like, niggas, this is my title. You know what I'm saying? Moment. My great right. That was, he, that was his crime moment as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. Yeah, so it's like, you know what it's like. Right. So even LeBron. right. So even though we giving him a lot of really, maybe he ain't got the leadership thing down pat yet. Oh, but the nigga won a title. He got one. You know, what and I'm he saying? played a humongous part. <laughs> exactly. He averaged 39 points in the last three games of that finals when the Lakers were down three one. So yeah. So yeah. we'll see. All right. So that's our NBA talk. We're gonna move along, man. Um, we're gonna get into some WWE. All right. We're gonna talk a little bit about it uh, before we get into our draft talk. All right. So. Last night, WWE Fastlane took place. All right, so WrestleMania is shaping up. Uh, WrestleMania will be held on in four weeks. Um, April. So, oh, April, <laughs> April seventh, uh, I believe. April seventh. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first here uh, to the reduced lunch action sports news desk. We have a double breaking news alert for my MMA fans out there. The biggest star in MMA is in trouble again. What? Conor McGregor was just arrested in Miami for allegedly battering and beating up a fan, destroying his cell phone outside of a Miami Beach hotel. Conor McGregor is now being held without bond until further notice. So the biggest superstar in mixed martial arts, Conor McGregor was just arrested in South Beach for beating up a fan, destroying the fan's phone, and is being held without bond right now in Miami. As further news develops, we will be reporting that on our Instagram page with further details. Uh, but we couldn't let that go under the radar. So what is he doing, man? I don't know. He, <laughs> I guess he's being a superstar. What is, what is he doing? I guess. I God. guess. I guess he's being a superstar. Okay. Oh man. Uh, so back to WWE talk. WrestleMania will be held on April the seventh. That is less than four weeks away. WWE Fast Lane has taken place. We're not going to cover the entire card, but we're going to cover the notables that took place. All right. <laughs> We're going to cover the notables that took place last night. Uh, when we first started the show, probably episode two or episode three, we were talking the women's division of WWE. We were talking about how they are just really carrying the WWE right now. And uh, we had some predictions down the line. I'm not going to take all the credit for it, but in that discussion, uh, we were talking about WrestleMania, potentially the first ever females all-main event in WrestleMania history. I think um, it's happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Last night, Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair by disqualification by interference with Ronda Rousey attacking Charlotte during the match. Last Monday night on Raw, Seth McMahon told uh, Becky Lynch, if you defeat Charlotte Flair at Flashlane, you will be a part of the Raw women's title match at WrestleMania. I love how they played it. Ronda Rousey made sure that happened. She got in there. She could have attacked Becky, but she attacked Charlotte to make sure that Becky won the match. 
So now, at WrestleMania, you have your first ever female main event. You have mm. Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against the hot on fire Becky Lynch and the greatest at versus the greatest athlete in my opinion in wrestling bar none there's no one better in the ring than Charlotte it's a triple threat Flair. it is a, a triple triple, threat. Ma triple yeah. threat match oh, okay. for the I women's like world championship that. I like it man they won with that I like that I like it you know everything since WrestleMania with Vince getting involved and everything like that it all paid off this right. has been a hell of a storyline that's dated back yeah. to Survivor Series it has yeah since right. Survivor Series and now it has came all the way together in four weeks we will be seeing I think a spectacle in that ring all three of these women are spectacular in that ring. And I right. think we're sort of for a treat. So that's what we're going to get. Um, last night, we're going to move it along. Last night in WWE, we had the apparently, apparently, the last time we saw the Shield. It's rumored that Dean Ambrose will be leaving the WWE to head to AEW, I believe, the organization. His last night, his last day of his contract is the day of WrestleMania. So last night, in a twist and turn, uh, they got the Shield back together to defeat Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and uh, the Long Wolf Baron Corbin. It was an entertaining match, but it was kind of corny to me. I get the whole uh, Roman Reigns thing and big up to Roman again uh, for beating cancer and resuming his career. That was his first match back as well at Fastlane. Roman looked good, though. He looked right. good. Um, you don't see any rust or anything. He was great. Um, but that was our last potential moment of seeing the Shield, and and I think in totality, the Shield was a great group. Uh -huh. They're not the Horsemen. They're not NWO. They're not right, Degeneration yeah, X. Right. Before in this state of where wrestling right, is, generation I think the Shield yeah, did great. Win. All of those men have been WWE champion. All those men yeah, have been Intercontinental, sure. United States. They've held all the belts. Right. I think so, it's the closest you're gonna get, like as an right. iconic group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, we got to talk about the nation one fucking day. And, like, oh, we will. I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, like, but just the iconic groups we will. going back in history. I yeah. think S.H.I.E.L.D., especially for their generation, especially because yeah. I don't even, outside of, like, evolution, and, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's hard to get, like, a great group, great group. So, mm -hmm. the latest greatest group, yep. I'll definitely give them that. I yeah. was looking at Fastlane last night, and it's crazy. You don't even think about it. They debuted in 2012. Right in WWE, right. and it don't even yeah, <laughs> it don't right. even That's seem it. like it, but and they came in impactful too. Yeah, they didn't come in as like some lame group. They came in as a group. very didn't they right. come come in like protecting CM Punk, right? Well, they came, no, they came as a group. in and broke up the Nexus group that was CM Punk was about. That's how they okay. got in. Okay. They came okay. in, destroyed the Nexus group, and it just started obliterating superstars from John Cena to The Rock yeah. to uh uh can't remember anymore. Randy Orton, you just name it. They were just running through the entire roster. So, I was entertained by it last night. It was it, it was, was good. pretty good. It, it was it was a pretty good match it was last pretty good. night. It was um, pretty good. Yep. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the uh Daniel Bryan match. That was a good one too as well. I yeah, watched speaking, it. Yeah, I'm glad you said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I see what WWE doing. I see I see what they doing. Uh-huh. They pissed the fans off again by putting Mustafa Ali, <laughs> up and coming wrestler from NXT, entertaining guy. They put him in that. He's a high flyer. They put him yeah. in that title match against Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan last night. They made a triple threat match. I see what they're doing. They trying to really, really, really build up this Kofi Kingston thing. Mm -hmm. And at first, I didn't understand like why y'all playing around with this. Like right. y'all missing y'all moment, but they not gonna miss it. Kofi Kingston gonna get that title shot at, at WrestleMania. You think so? I think it's gonna happen. I thought, I think, I thought Vince already gave that to uh, uh, uh. 
I, f I forget the guy name that he just came back who was in the triple threat match. I thought he gave him the Kevin Owens. Yeah. Oh, that was his shot last night. Oh, that was his. Oh, yeah. okay. Kevin okay, Owens okay. don't have enough steam. He's right. boring right now. Okay. Like right. his storyline is trash. Like right. I'm not used to seeing this Kevin Owens. Like Kevin Owens is nasty. He mm. wrecked shop since he been in, and now they got him being this family man type. It's just boring. Right. Okay. And I think Vince them recognized, oh, we got to get this out of the way. <laughs> we got to get this out of the way. And during the entire match, the crowd was chanting, Kofi Kingston. Yeah. He was the number two trending topic on Twitter but for an hour Kofi, last night. If you do put Kofi in that match with Daniel Bryan, you got to put that belt around his waist. Mm. I think, I think, he think he you have it. to. I think he wins oh, it at yeah, WrestleMania. you have to. I think, yeah. I, think, I think Triple H, his mind, and creating these legendary moments is what he is all about. And I think that's going to happen. We'll see. All right. So SmackDown will be Tuesday. We'll see where it's going. All right. But I do think Kofi Kingston will get a title shot, title match at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. All right. Moving along uh, before we get out of WWE. Tonight on Raw, we will see the first altercation face-to-face, -face, which is a match I'm very excited about. Storyline I'm very excited about. Dave Batista will be appearing on Monday Night Raw for the first time in seven years since well, this is not the first time, but the last time we saw him, he destroyed Ric Flair and left him bloodied and bruised and basically challenged um, Triple H to a match at WrestleMania. So both of these men will be face-to-face -face tonight on Raw. Uh, I'm very excited about that storyline. I see what they're doing. I think it's going to be explosive, but man, you know leading up to that match. You know what's crazy about this? What's that? Twin uh, they celebrated, what, 25 years of... Or something. Uh, 500 episodes of SmackDown. 500, 500 episodes, and they had everybody on. And Dave Bautista came out when they brought their group out. The Evolution. The Evolution. Yeah. And, and said Triple H never beat him. He did. So I I, I kind of had a feeling in my heart they were going to try to do something with that. Yeah. You know, Triple H didn't beat. I didn't expect who, it, though. Who know? I, I did. I didn't expect it. I said, okay, how can Triple H be who we think he is the person? Everybody he didn't beat and not beat Dave Bautista. Yeah, I, I I didn't expect that they would do uh, that. Batista would be coming back for a match. I just I just thought he was done. You know, he doing movies now and things. So I didn't expect. I didn't so, expect it to be this fast, but I said that could potentially become something. And the storyline is great. They use yeah. Ric Flair. Like who saw that coming? Ric Flair's birthday party. Like everybody was out celebrating Ric Flair, and then Batista just beats him mercilessly. Like, I don't even know if that's a word, but he beat him and setting up this thing. So we'll see. So I'm looking forward to that. So. In the next couple weeks, we'll continue to run down the WrestleMania car. I think it's shaping up to be a good one in New York, April 7th, uh, only on the WWE Network. All and, right. And they also announced uh, 2020 in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah going to try to make that. That's one of my bucket list things of making the WrestleMania. And we don't want to be remiss. We're going to get to what Fred, uh, his thoughts on the topic that we talked about yesterday. But the Harlem Heat. The Harlem Heat will be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame, man. Uh, that's big, man. Right. This is yeah, the first tag team that looked like me. Right. This is right. the first man, tag team that had that swag. Yeah. yeah. You know, they was talking that talk, talking that trash, very athletic. You know, right. you saw the superstardom in Booker T, the powerhouse Punisher and Stevie Ray. Most, they probably was the greatest tag team in WCW history. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to talk to Steiners, you want to talk to um, Nasty Boys, but nah, like... Harlem Heat, though, they really changed the culture as far as wrestling for tag teams. You know, in my opinion, they top three. You know, my top three are the Hardy Boys, the New Age Outlaws, and the Harlem Heat. All right, those are my top three. Um, in no particular order, but that was just what I've seen through wrestling. Like, if you can come in and you can just take control and be superstars at any point in time as a tag team, you special. 
you special, dog. Because at one point you had the Heart Foundation, the Rockers, like <laughs> yeah, right. you had the makeup tag teams with Hulk Hogan and Macho Man, the Mega Powers. Like you had the right. makeup teams get the tag team division going. It's Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels, <laughs> yeah, right. and it's Triple H and Stone. Uh. Yeah, it's crazy how now like tag teams is not as big as it was when the Harlem Heat and those guys yeah. were doing it. Yeah. It's, it don't have a big significance no more in no. WWE. You barely WWE. have a division. Yeah, it's, you it's, barely it's have like a you see tag team match come on, you don't even get excited about it. Back yeah. then, you used to get you used to get excited to yeah. see the Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys or yeah. the Steiners or somebody yeah. like that. And now it's just well, NXT, know, what do you got? NXT is possibly working on that. Cause you got to think they brought in a bunch of stars from NXT: Roman Reigns and the Shield, all the Becky Lynch, uh, uh, Charlotte, like all the people from NXT. Right. Like so, they could potentially be working on that. So we'll see. All right. So shout out to Harlem Heat entering the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame 2019 uh, this year. It's gonna be exciting to see Stevie Ray. Ain't seen him in a while, so it'll be exciting to see. All right. All right, Fred. So yesterday, uh, before we did the Reduced Lunch podcast, available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, right now, um, Fred wanted to get into why The Rock and Shawn Michaels, why a match never happened, man. So, Fred, what's your thoughts about it, man? Well, I go into these, like, you know, you go on YouTube sometimes, you go through these, like, um, these holes, like these wormholes, yep. you know what I'm saying? And, like, I went there, it was like, why Shawn Michaels and Rock never met up, right? But it was times where they could have had if Rock and Hogan eventually became yeah. a thing like they could have got yeah. but, but rock was just never interested in working with sean yeah and it was a bunch of, like they it was it's a bunch of reasons why they say why like rock mom used to have a wrestling thing back in hawaii mm-hmm. and sean them came down and did like a promo back in the day yeah. and he was like disrespectful to his mom they yeah. say the young yeah. rock wanted to fight his ass for yeah, real for real, for real. forgot yeah. that shit. yeah you know and i just think like the outside of like maybe rock and sting you know it's just it's just matches to where, like, we got Goldberg and um, Lesnar. Goldberg and Lesnar. Twice. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That was one of those things. Okay, we got to see this. And yeah. I don't know, man. I was just thinking about that Rock versus Shawn Michaels. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if, if, if we talking greatest of all time, I mean, mm-hmm. with me, I'm going to give Shawn that respect because he was just the original of oh, all yeah. that. Like, of everything. And right. Of everything, the Rock, Stone Cold, yeah. their personalities became, he was the first right. to come through. It, it wasn't Hogan, nobody. He was the first to be like, okay. This is how you do it. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and no fan favorite shit. Like, you're going right. to hate me and I'm going to make you love me type shit. Right. So, just to get those two, you know, supreme talkers, that promo would have been great. Like, some of the greatest promos we got of all time with Stone Cold versus Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that would have been one of your biggest matches in the history of all time. All time. All yeah. time. Yeah. You could have built that up for a month. And I just hate that we, you know what I'm saying? I'm just bringing, cause I, I just hate that. We didn't get that. Like we got right. to see Sting versus Triple H eventually. Yeah. eventually. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, you know that one and and Sting versus Rock. You know what I'm saying? I think that would have been a great one. Like they that would have mm-hmm. been such a great one, man. Right. But yeah, that that's I'm just bringing it up yesterday. You know what I'm yeah. saying about the about uh, HBK. Yeah, a little little throwback on that. Fred Fred is absolutely right. Uh, back in the day, Sean them was a part of a promotion. They had well. The Rock's mom and dad had a promotion down there in Hawaii. Sean was down there. And uh, Triple H was there, too. There was right. a lot of younger superstars down there. Billy Gunn and those, a lot of them. And they were disrespectful, you know, to the organization. And Sean was just on that high where he just thought he was the man, untouchable. And he was right, yep. untouchable. Like, no, don't speak to me. Like, I do what I want to do. I'm the greatest wrestler in the world, which he was. All right. You know, and, and, and The Rock just never forgave him. Why? Because Rock says that Sean never apologize 
He never came and tried to rectify the situation until recently. Until recently, the Rock and Shawn Michaels was able to put it together. And there was one time back in 1999, I believe, at really coming up on the Rock's height uh, before he did the Scorpion King, Mm -hmm. where the Rock and Triple H uh, was in the beef. And Rock and Shawn had several run-ins. Rock was going after his uh, WWE title. He was about to win the match, people's elbow. Uh, and the Triple H and Sean super kicked him clean, right. and Sean <laughs> and Sean in great shape. Right. Yeah, and Sean was very interested in working with The Rock for a potential SummerSlam match. Right, and The Rock just just was like, Nah, I'm not working with him. Like, yeah. I don't want to work with scum. That's what right. The Rock said in his book, Know Your Role, paperback. I had it. Right, he said it in <laughs> his book on um, that Sean he didn't want to work with that kind of guy. Triple right. H begged him, Vince McMahon begged him, and at that time, Rock had power. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like he was like Nation Rock. Right. He was the Rock the Rock, rock. superstar yeah. <laughs> on TV guy doing commercials and stuff like that. So yeah. I those are two of my favorites. If, if you know me, I love yeah. The Rock. And if you know me, I love Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Right. I love Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels more than DX Shawn. Because Shawn was like, we just never seen a guy. No, I take that back. <laughs> I like DX Shawn <laughs> right along with HBK. They, they both. They it was great. Was they it was great. great. So great. I think we did miss on an opportunity to see The Rock uh, versus uh, Shawn Michaels. And WWE did like a – it's on the WWE work. They did the top ten matches that never happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And Rock and Shawn was number two. Right. And Ooh. number one was Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan yeah. That was number <laughs> yeah. one match that never happened. So <laughs> um, I think, yeah, we missed out on that. I think the Stone Cold Hogan thing was like it was – I just think it just – the timing. Right. You could have had Stone Cold and Hogan at WrestleMania 18, but you had to have Rock and Hogan. Right, right, like you, you, right. You, yeah. you could have put Stone Cold versus Hogan there, but at the height of what Rock was, right. Hollywood versus Hollywood, like, right. you know, you just had to run with it, man. So right. I think WWE made the right move with that one, but it would have been a great one, man. It would have been a nice thing to see uh, those two icons, legends, uh, pillars right. in that company, man. So, yeah, so... That's our WWE talk for this week. Next week, we're going to get into some more conversations. Y'all been hitting us up, the NWO talk, the DX talk. We're going to start getting into more staples that happened throughout our lifetime back in the day. But now, it is time for our NFL draft talk. It is time for our comeback, combine talk. It's time to get into the future of the league, man. So, we're going to talk about some mock drafts here. We're going to talk about some top 10 talk. We're going to just really kind of get into it, man. The draft is less than a month away. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the draft is April 13th. 13th is April, no, excuse me, April 12th. 27th. Oh, that's oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. April 27th. All right. I that's... got some semi-breaking. It ain't breaking news, but Jalen Ramsey just put a post up in his face, and he got, money, he got the eyeballs looking to the side, and he got a money bag, and that's it. That's the caption. You know, so he basically looking for his check. Trying to get paid. You know, I was trying to get paid. So, and it's a lot of people paid. in his car that come to the Cowboys. Or yeah, come, come on. out, you know what I'm saying? These Please. Cliff Abril, like, these is real Patrick Peterson. Go get the bag. Like, this is people telling them to leave. So. He next, though. We'll see, man. He next. We'll see. All right, man. So, we're going to get into our top 10. Uh, top 10 talk, all right? So, me and Black, we have formulated uh, a mock top 10. We're just going to get right into it. Uh, Fred going to bounce off. Off us, man, and let's get it going. So, Black Man, where you at uh, with your top 10 talk, man? You know, your notables, your full count. Let's go. 
Yeah, I sat down and did my top 10 mock draft picks mm-hmm. for the top 10 picks. Uh, kind of got a little shakeup in my top 10, but at, num- at number one, <clears throat> at number one, got the Arizona Connors taking Nick Bosa at Ohio State. Number two, I, San oh. Fran, I got San Fran taking Josh Allen, linebiker out of Kentucky. I got the uh, New York Jets taking Quentin Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Number four, Oakland Raiders. I have them taking Kyler Murray at four out of Oklahoma quarterback. Huh. Number five, I have Tampa taking Montez Sweat, DN, out of Mississippi State. Number six, I have the New York Giants taking Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State quarterback. Number seven, Jacksonville, I have them taking John, Jawan Taylor out of Florida, offensive tackle. Number eight, I have Detroit taking DK Metcalf out of Ole Miss, wide receiver. At number nine, I have the Buffalo Bills taking Devin White, linebacker out of LSU. And number 10, I have the Denver Broncos taking quarterback Drew Locke out of Missouri. Broncos at 10, yeah. So what's your notables? So my notables uh, from the draft, I had Devin White uh, was one of my notables. He really stood out to me. Uh, his numbers, what he did at the combine was 40-yard dash. He ran a 4-2-4. Mm-hmm. Vertical jump, his vertical was uh, 39 inches. And his broad, uh, he bench pressed 22 times, mm-hmm. uh, 225. Also, his numbers from uh, his last year at LSU, total tackles 123, solo 62, three sacks, and three forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. Other notable was a uh, tight end from out of Iowa, uh, Noah Fant, tight end. His 40-yard dash is 4.5 speed for a tight end. That's pretty so that's, fast. Yeah, that's pretty fast. His vertical was 39 inches as well. Uh, his last year at Iowa, he had 39 receptions, uh, 519 yards, seven touchdowns. He averaged 13 yards a catch at Iowa. So that's a big deal in the NFL, 13 mm-hmm. yards. You know, so the way the ball's getting thrown around, I feel like he'll be a big piece on someone's team in, the, in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what that Nick Bosa like. What do you, you really, you think Nick Bosa is still going? I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they going. Trash. It was trash, but I feel like Arizona gonna play it safe. And I think, and I think, if Oakland doesn't stay at four, I think Oakland finds a way to get Kyler Murray. I really believe that. So I don't know if they move up to one. I don't know if they stay at four and get him, but I feel like Kyler Murray is going to land in Oakland some type of way. I don't think he's going to play for Arizona. Yeah. Okay. um, Yeah. It's like every mock draft I be seeing these days. They got them going number one. You know they what do. They like, do. They do. They do. They, they but I also seen some one. stuff too saying that it wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't be a bad idea for Arizona to play it safe and take Nick Bosa. And I, you I, know? I guess I'm just not on as big as or big on Nick Bosa who ran a four eight at, at oh, the eight. forty. And I'm just looking at all these other guys. Uh, Josh Allen, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't got his number up here, but it's just like you got a D tackle to Quentin Williams dude ran a four eight. Yeah, you know what and I'm that's saying? fast and for a defensive that, tackle. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like he on the inside. Yep. You and know? you got Demontez Sweat here. He ran like a, a four four three or something like right. that yeah. as yeah. Four, four, as, as, as a as a DN. Yep, ran you a know. Four, four, so uh, some of these guys, man, I think so, it's two guys on here I didn't even have in my top ten, but I feel like the combine. You say Devin White was your like? <clears throat> was that the person talking about? Yeah, Devin White. He was outside of my uh, top ten, but I feel like what he did at the combine kind of. Bolted him into that into that top yeah, ten. Yeah, he gonna be a yeah. yeah. Yeah, he gonna be nice. What about our Brian Burns? Are y'all big? I know y'all 
his comp his so combine really wasn't uh, wasn't that good. He them. did. They got him going twelve at the. I'm on CBS looking at this. They got him going twelve to the Packers. Right. Yeah, and I think that's a good spot for him actually. You know, with the Packers, they really don't have no good DN Russia. You know, so I think that'd be a good fit for him. But his stock is kind of you know falling a little bit because he didn't have the best combine. But you know, he right. can also make it up at his pro day. Yeah. See if he do better at his pro day because all these kids have their pro day coming up, and then some people that didn't do anything at the combine, they waiting for their pro days. So do you get another look to see exactly uh, what they're going to look like going into this uh, to the NFL draft? Yeah, I, I think I think. Um, well, I'll just get into my top ten as well. Um, number one overall, man, I got the Arizona Cardinals taking Kyler Murray. I think you bring in Cliff Clinsbury there, and you have a new GM there. You pretty much have a whole new faction there. I think they kind of look for they trying to look for their guy. Rosen, not their guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Kyler Murray's agent is Cliff Klinsberg's agent. You know what I'm saying? They know each other very well. Like, they've had dinner. Like, they he recruited him. Like, he knows Kyler Murray. Right. Like, he has a relationship with him. And I just think, you know, it's pretty much a done deal. Like, I just don't see no way, shape, or form that Kyler Murray is not an Arizona Cardinal. The only way he's not a Cardinal is if John Gruden package up them three first-round picks <laughs> and say, hey, Cardinals, we want Kyler Murray. Let's do a flip-flop. Do you flip think flop. it's worth it? If they get Le'Veon Bell, do you think it's worth it for him to be like, okay, y'all going to have all three of these motherfuckers? I think John Gruden is in a tough spot because you're just going to really give up yeah, you giving too up a, much. And right. you're giving up potentially your future of your team, right. staples in your team in this draft. You can't give up right. all three I mean, of those picks. These two second-round picks. running a 4-5. Like, right. You you just – Ed uh, Oliver might be – you could get Ed him at 15. He was the number one pick last year. Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver being picked that. 14 or 15 Mark is a it's tragic. It's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic, dog. But, but you, know, but, you know, I think it's tragic, but he also he didn't he didn't do well at the he didn't do well. He didn't do much at the combine. I hate personally. He didn't do much at the combine. Um and then he set out. You know, he right. set out towards towards the end of the year, I which is which is too. which is cool, but his yeah. his numbers dip, so that's why I feel like they got him outside of the you top. Got these boys coming outside out of, of the top ten. Like, and, we ain't even got look, the greedy Williams. It's yeah, like, yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna I, get yeah, that. I, I don't know if I could give up. all I, I wouldn't do I that did, for Kyle. No, nah, not for Kyle. I mean, look, I can see if this was Cuz out of Clemson. Right. I can see if this was him. I'm giving Talk up my whole. No, the quarterback that's there now oh, at Clemson. Oh, I'm giving up my whole draft for Cuz. Like y'all gonna have all seven, dog. Like just give me, bro. You know, but Nick Bosa, I'm not really sold on Bosa. I see a lot of commentators saying his motor, his motor, his motor. motor. Yeah. Like, listen, though, he's not Joey. Right. right. Like, Nick and Joey Bosa That's are not the same people, player. Though. This <laughs> Joey Bosa missed, like, half the season. <laughs> Every time Joey Bosa is on the field, a quarterback gets sacked. Mm-hmm. He come around the edge. Like, I saw Nick play at Ohio State. Right. I think he could be a complimentary like a like a like really? a Nick, yeah, complimentary defensive lineman. I don't see him being right. a superstar lineman. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he can't get off the line. He number, can't get off. Number two. We, we not talking about first round. Yeah, pick. he can't number even one or number two. Yeah, yeah I think they got Bosa, him. I think he's Bosa going might, to go that high because of the. That's 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 just how it is. Look, you look at his measurements. You know, he's long. He's still an athlete he's too. Six, he's he's a freak. Yeah, he's I watched. Yeah, but I watched him. I watched him against TCU the second game of the season, and he was getting held up. You know, if you're not running right at him, he's not going to get nobody. I watched tape on uh, Nick Bosa. Like, he had one game, the first game of the year. Uh, I forget who they played the first game of the season. Like, Baba Tech or something. Like that. He had, like, four sacks. Like, 
he only played what three, four games. Yeah, shut it down it. for the whole season. And if you go back to the year before last, like when they when Ohio State uh, got bounced in the uh, in the playoff, like I didn't I didn't see enough. You know, said so don't get me wrong, he, he played a run, yeah. So why do you think they so high on him then? Because of his measurements and his potential. That's all mm-hmm. the draft is. Right. The draft is potential, not now. Your potential five, six years down the line. Yeah. Third round, round pick. He came in as a third round pick, and then he right. got bumped to a late first. And you got to one person who knew what they were doing. And they said, okay, let me go get this. They was the best one in the draft. And I think if I'm the 40, if I think I'm, if I'm the 49ers, I'm like, okay, you want to take Nick Bosa. They got a solid. They got a solid defensive line in San Francisco, so maybe he can elevate that. But at the same time, like you need a defensive. I'm like you got Quentin Williams out there out of Alabama. Like why isn't he being talked about as a second pick? You could put Quentin Quentin Williams in there at take him at two, and he can wreck shot. Did you see this man? Oh yeah, he wrecked shot the so, whole season. So, so why are we not? Why is he? I'm just. I think. You know I, I, I go like, with you on I that. You would take Greedy Williams in your top team? I think before I would he, take Bosa. He a top five player. You know what I'm saying? Before in I the draft. Because I'm looking at, like, who could come in. Because I'm looking at Tavon Bryant, and I'm, Bryant looked better than me in college than they both did. When I put both of them top, I put Florida. And he went late to the Jaguars. Right. You see, that nigga have a sack the whole year. Season, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's just risky taking somebody who's not Jadavion Clowney. And you could look at it and say, yeah, that's the yeah. number one, number two. The tape doesn't lie. Like, Bosa doesn't get off the ball fast. Oh, yeah. In the NFL, you have to get off the ball. Don't get me wrong. He a great athlete. Like, he's six right. foot four. He long. Like, he can work into his game. But coming out of college, right. like, he's not getting off the ball. I watched his tape. Like, I'm like, dog, like, I don't see yeah, that he got a lot of tackles. He do. He got a lot of tackles. Yeah. But we talk about an impact player defensive line. Right. Would you say he was better than Miles Jack and Collins? No. No. And Miles Jack no. was in the second round. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I just, I'm just looking at the landscape for the NFL and like, okay, I don't think you're even going to be better than this player. So me as a 49 team, I'm trying to be open. I'm trying to I want to get like something. I need to get a corner. So I need to get something that's going to be dynamic. Yeah. Or if you, if I'm taking a D lineman, it got to be yeah. like a Dante, something that's sure fire. You out there yeah. running a four three. Right. You a head hunter. Right. Like so, your measurables are his yeah. measurables to me. Outside so, of being long, just wasn't good enough. So I got at two. I got Quentin Williams going second in my mock draft. I mean, he's just a monster, man. He ran a four eight at the combine. He had impressive numbers, like. I just think if he can be a more of an impact right away than Nick Bosa. At third, I got Josh Allen uh, coming off the edge as well. Um, I got him uh, from Kentucky going to the uh, to the to the Jets, and then I got Nick Bosa going four to the Raiders. Um, I, I, I got him slipping all the way to four. Why? Because you're building the defense in Oakland, and I think a player like Nick Bosa can't help you build that defense. I don't think he's going to be the centerpiece of the defense. Right. I think he's a really good piece, you know right. what I'm saying, to that defense. And they got multiple picks to where Correct. Like, Correct. Yeah, at five, at mm-hmm. five, I know I know, I know, know Jameis need help on the O-line, so I got Jawan Taylor coming out of Florida, mm. offensive tackle coming out of Florida. He had a pretty good year. He only gave up two sacks uh, that whole season from his side. Um, so he did have great protection uh, holding up that – helping holding up that line in Florida. Um 
um, what's his name? The quarterback for Florida last year, uh, Frank. Frank's coming yeah. off the left side. He, he didn't go. Well. He didn't oh, go he that. He didn't go. Yeah. He didn't go down. But three times last year on that side, right. Frank yeah. told the ball. Too. Right. I think Tampa like, also need a lot of help on that defensive side too. I they do, but you got to protect Jameis. Yeah. Like, are you gonna protect Jameis and put another year out there for him to get obliterated? Yeah. Or are you gonna go defense and try to shape up your defense? And that's not gonna win you games. Yeah. Like, you got to make sure Jameis is standing upright. Yeah. At six. Yeah, at six, I flip flop. I flip flop. Uh, my picks now that the Jaguars have taken um, Nick Foles. So now at six, I got the Giants taking Dwayne Haskins. I got Haskins at Ohio State going to six. I had the Jaguars taking him. I had the Jaguars taking him at six, but now I have to flip flop that. So, so I think they are going to do it. And here's why I think. Here's why. Here's why I think the Dwayne Haskins is an excellent. Passer of the football. Oh, I watched man. him at he Ohio State. Com- he killed the combine. He can passes, really man. throw the ball. His mobility is so so, you know. But he can throw that ball, and he putting it on dimes. Like right. every every potential route, these guys are getting the best ball possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think you bring him into New York in a potential rebuilding state. You want to put him with a Saquon Barkley and potentially mm-hmm. an OBJ. You know, you I'm, just I'm just looking at Gettleman, I guess, and I'm looking at him looking at um, – because he really believed in Eli Manning. Like, he came with a press conference. It was like Eli yeah. showed the last couple games he can get the job done. Yeah. So, I feel like he, gonna, I feel like he might drive for offensive tackle, but just me. You know, I yeah. feel like – But what offensive tackle, though? I, I don't know. Like, he's been making the wrong moves mm-hmm. all offseason. So, like, I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be a good move. Okay. I just don't expect him to make the move that everybody knows he should make. Like, I think I Haskins is the move you need to make, but I from, think, the, from the shit they've been doing? I don't think the Giants is, the Giants don't have a backup. They don't have anything there. Eli's on the last year of his deal. They're going to help him honor that. Eli's going to start the season, but I don't think he'll finish. He might finish, but if he do, you got Haskins sitting behind him, roaring and ready yeah. to go. I think they're going to really want Haskins to sit behind him, though. Because you got to get a quarterback for the future, and the Giants don't have nothing behind them. They haven't signed him. There's nothing there to cover this bear. Even the quarterbacks coming out next year, you really gonna wait and see if you can get a quarterback for next year? I don't, I don't really think so. I might want to wait on Justin Herbert, man. Herbert, you got (laughs) Tua. Yeah, but Uh, as a Giants, you just don't know your situation, and they don't have draft picks. They can't move up. They can't go and get nothing. So now they sitting here with a potential veteran quarterback in the making in Dwayne Haskins. Like he's six foot five, he can throw that ball. Like he's a big kid. He seems really smart. He had a great season at Ohio State. He was on the Heisman list. So it's like, hey, we'll see. At seven, I got the Jaguars taking DK Metcalf out of Ole Miss at wide receiver. I think the Jaguars need a wide receiver. I'm not saying this kid's going to be a one. And I'm not even going by his combine amazing numbers because he was the win of the combine. But if you go back and look at Metcalf tape, he caught... 80% 80% of his passes over the middle. And people was getting ran over. He was throwing them out the way. He has speed. He has hands. He could be a complimentary receiver. I'm not talking about him in a superstar fashion. This yeah. is the draft. You're trying he's to not, get help for your team. He's not the best route runner, but he's a he he's right. he, he'll, he'll yeah, take the top off. Right. Yeah, he'll take the top and off. Because he had a game he had a game against Alabama where he just took the top off Alabama whole secondary. Throw, and you can but he didn't really do nothing after that. And you can you know, throw it yeah. to him in the slot. He, it's a mismatch for a smaller safe to be sitting and having to ready to deal with six foot four, yeah. two hundred and thirty pounds with one point eight percent body fat. In the NFL, like, you gotta be better on that route running though. That over the Yeah, but in the NFL, if you have a bigger receiver 
that can get yards after the catch. Look at all the receivers outside of AB, outside of Odell Beckham Jr. Look at Julio Jones. His ass is baby, baby. Catch, Dude, this, the, this the thing. I think if the Jaguars get him, that he is your number one receiver. Okay, that's fine. It's a work in progress. Like these, Metcalf is not going to be a number one receiver in the league. You got to get the pieces there. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know so they, they, got, draft, they draft him at seven not to be a number one receiver. It's a draft. Like, you don't get number one players I feel like you draft, I, I feel like he, who, if you draft somebody in the top ten, you putting them on the field to produce or be number ones to okay. something. Nah, that's not true, man. <laughs> like, you beat your knees at what you need. Like, that's a need. The Jaguars need a receiver. They need a big body receiver in the red zone. They need a receiver who can go over the middle. They need yeah. a receiver who can get yards after the catch. But in these, in these past couple of drafts, we've been seeing the way the game changing. Well, if you get drafted in the top ten, you having an impact on your team or who you playing for. Not necessarily, and, and I mean, I'm though. Yeah. At, I'm looking at Foles, and I'm like, because he used to at least having that big receiver like that and trying to jump through. So I'm like, if, if they believe he could do that, yeah. then I get it. But if like if they looking at him and they like, man, we don't know if it's mechanical. You know, if you can see how he run the 40, he just fast. Like, yeah. He ain't got no form. Because like. I, was, I was up in the I, – I, I was debating back and forth between that pick two with him. Right, right. Because right. – and I was like, I feel like for the Jaguars – you got Nick Foles now. Right. Let's make sure we protecting him the right way he need to protect because he can't move. Right, right. Can't move at all. He can't move. And, and he it, can't move at all. all. And the reason I so didn't. So you need that protection for yep. him. And the you reason I it. didn't go offensive line, the reason he, I didn't go offensive line is because of a Nick Foles. Like, you have plenty of offensive line that Jazz can take in the second and the third round. Like, right. they, they have the potential to go get other offensive But you want to get we, the best offensive line we, you can get. Like the Jazz have a starting offensive line that was, you know, pretty much banged up. Right. What did he have in Philly? Good the offensive best. line. Yeah, yeah. The, boy, they, the best offensive line. And they yeah. stayed healthy, And they stayed, yeah. They, they stayed did. healthy. The they Jaguars did. line and, was depleted since week and two. And I can say this. The year we went to, our, our good year when we went healthy. to the AFC, our offensive right. line was healthy. Well, Look, man, even show. Even show. Man, that we drafted in the, he was supposed to be a first round pick. We ended up getting him in the second round. Oh, talking about, um, Talk about from Alabama. Yeah, from Alabama. Um, yeah, but him, like, he was hurt. But he could, like, he helped me. What's his name? The offensive lineman. Right Robinson. Right something. Is it Robinson? Not Cam, no, Cam, no. Cam, Cam Robinson. Cam, yeah. Oh, Cam yeah, Robinson. yeah, 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 yeah. Cam, Cam Robinson. Robinson. So you got him coming back healthy. So it's like. And then you got your, who you throwed all the money into last offseason. Right, he coming right. back. He coming so back. They can do yeah. their homework. I mean, they, it, I'm re- on this particular draft. They I got feel like you put Jawan Taylor in that mix with those guys. That's good. That's a good recipe to keep your quarterback upright. You know what I'm saying? And. That's what well, you need in today's NFL. Yeah. All the good quarterbacks, they have good offensive line. They yeah, have a good so, offensive line, and you need that. Right. Man, so, um, I, to finish off my top ten, mm-hmm. um, I got the I got the Lions uh, taking Devin White. Um, I think the Lions need more help on the defensive side of the ball. I think you bring a, a guy like Devin White who just is available, who knows where to be. He was smart, like – like he, he all these tackles he's speed on the field communicator mm-hmm. like i just think that he's going to end up uh, a detroit lion um devin white that is um at number nine number nine for the buffalo bills i got buffalo coming up getting um uh ed oliver i buffalo need help on the defensive end and linebackers as well like they got obliterated on the right side of the football i did my little homework a little bit to see where they was the most uh weak at and on the right side of the field, where Ed Oliver plays, that they gave up 6% of the offense that was allowed against them last year. That's a significant amount. Yeah. If you bring in a guy like Ed Oliver who has a motor, who's nasty, like who's right. going to come in there and play, he can help bring that 60% down yeah. a tad bit. Yeah, Buffalo, you know, so. You can, you, it, 
you was with Buffalo, you could have went uh, D D line or either linebacker because right. they 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 need help. It sucks, and I seen that help. I seen that as well. What they you seen? Yeah. And I was I was saying they need a general. Yeah. They don't have a real general they need at help. that linebacker position. They need help. Who make sure everybody is in, yeah. in the right place where they need to be. That's yeah. why I picked. Devin White, why well, I picked him at because right. he's that general on the right. field. Right. Get everything. He's right. not going to let nothing come his way. So, right. yeah. And then at 10, I got the Denver Broncos taking Drew Locke out of Missouri. <laughs> um, they need a quarterback. This hey, becoming hey, a trend with John Elway, though, man, with these quarterbacks. John Elway done missed on the last. John Elway on the clock. John Elway on the clock. John Elway on the clock. That wasn't all. John Elway on the clock this year. I mean, he's on his, what, fourth quarterback since Elway retired? And I don't even believe, and I hate to say it, I hate to say it, I cringed at putting him in my top ten because I don't even believe in Drew Locke. I don't believe in him. I think his quarterbacks, the way they fall in that's, I, I would trust better than I trust Drew Locke. I would trust I, I would trust Will Grill more than I trust Drew Locke. That, man, that's the you know I just but I know but I know so we'll Denver see. I know Denver needs a quarterback and he, and uh, in your mock drafts behind Haskins he's yeah. the next quarterback to go. Right. And that's why I think he's gonna get picked. Now, don't get me wrong, he's six foot six, got a cannon. He does. But you go watch his tape to be keeping real. One game in particular when they played Georgia. I mean, he got obliterated. He threw four picks, mm-hmm. but they try to cover it up. Hell, he threw for 285 yards and three touchdowns, but he threw four picks. Right. And uh, my not honorable mention, but and Bama destroyed not, him as well. Right. And <laughs> I got one one highlight player uh, that I want to mention. Kansas City Chiefs are picking at 29. All right, with the addition of Tyrone Matthew, you know I paid attention to DeAndre Baker, the corner out of Georgia. Mm. Last That's a good year. one. That was That's and a good even, one. And even up against he's, any, ooh, any, ooh, any. Ooh. What it was ooh. Ridley in the SC title <laughs> game? I'm thinking about that who, now. Who was the other? Who was the other receiver out of Alabama? Because he covered both of them, Ridley uh, and uh, it was Ridley, the freshman. And, um, I can't man, man. Uh, I can't remember the kid, the freshman who wreaked havoc last year. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah. yeah. Jerry Judy. Okay. He ain't have it. He didn't have it. He didn't have it when neither one But this is the thing about that, D. I can see, I can see. That's a good one that you picked. And Kansas but City. what do you, what corner do you put on the bench from Kansas City to, to, if you're picking him at 29? As a rookie, he could play the three. Yeah, I think they're going to put him in the three. nickel? You're yeah, going to put him in the yeah, nickel. Yeah, yeah. Because every the NFL, NFL team, right, you got to have three corners. You got to have three, but. You don't, he don't got to start. But the times. Like, the, our nickel always been. Yeah, even Dallas, too. But before he moved to. Kona, at, while he was at Georgia, he was a nickel, and he didn't do well in nickel and while he was at this Georgia. This is the NFL, though. It's when he moved to the outside. That, well, you can move him around. He was his most right. aggressive. In the NFL, you move him around. You don't sit yeah. in one spot. It's only right. a handful of corners who play one side of the right. field. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you put your best corner like, best, in the yeah. nickel. Like, if right. you even watch like, a lot of these teams. Patrick Peterson. Right, you just sit right. You just see him like go to the middle. Or even yeah. when Jalen needs to, or if he's yep. following somebody. Yeah, I'm following but that Peters would be really inside. scary. With Oh, man, that yeah, would I be think, really scary. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched him a lot. He caught my eye early in the season, De- DeAndre Baker. So, I got him going to the Chiefs at 29, just somebody who um, I just kept an eye on. All right, so – um, that was our top 10, our first mock draft. Of course, we're going to be revisiting the draft, uh, but we're not done with the draft talk. Uh, we're going to keep it going. Um, so, Black, you know, I just want to ask you, man, like what other notable players that you have, just not what team they're going to go to, but what other notable players that you that you have, like just keep an eye out on in the draft. I think you got you to gotta keep an eye out. Uh, I agree with Fred on Grady Williams. Uh, right. Crazy combine. You mm-hmm. got to keep an eye out for him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he found a way to work his way up 
a little more than where uh-huh. he is. Uh, I'm really high on him as well. All right. Uh, also, um, I, you got to keep – and DeAndre Baker, I agree with you with him uh, as well. Right. So, you got to – this this draft class is safety and DB heavy as well. This is a heavy defensive – Defensive draft. Defensive draft. Yeah. So, it's a lot of pieces out there that we've seen in the combine that did a few things. Right. And uh, it's a lot of kids going to be making a lot of noise defensively. Offensively, this draft – Draft is sucks this year offensively. It's not right. many, you know, many it's there. it's not it's not many pieces offensively. You got the quarterback class. I yeah, mean, the quarter- after Murray and Haskins. I mean, and I and 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 I gotta also say uh, Will Greer. I feel like he's been overlooked. Oh yeah. And one thing reason why I say that is but something what me and D talked about when he was in college. He has that it factor. Yeah, it, right. He don't Just care. Right. And I feel like you need that, that guts, in this right. today's NFL. Right. I feel like guts, he's a kid's going right. to go out there. He like got he guts. He's going to play hard. Yeah. He's going to make the plays. And I feel like he's being overlooked. Right. And if if where he's where he's at, they have him going early second. Right. I don't know why I feel in my heart New England's going to take him in the first round late. Probably. That's As probably a backup a good spot. for uh, uh, Tom That's Brady. That's probably a good spot. And to right. grow under that offense and with Bill Belichick and uh, – and Daniels Josh, as the off, yeah. Josh, Dan, Josh McDaniels as yeah. the uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. I feel like that'll be a good look for uh, Real right. Grill. Okay. Uh, for me, a uh, couple notables that I have. Um, I know Jaguars suck Nick Foles, but I still think Jaguars need to prepare for the future. Um, I like personally uh, Daniel Jones, a quarterback out of Duke. Um, I, I just like him. Like mm-hmm. I, I, he can he can really throw the ball. I watch him. Um, a couple of games last year, and I watched him in the Senior Bowl. He can just really throw and pass the ball. And I'm saying he's not going to come in and he's going to be a star. That's not what I'm saying. I'm thinking if you the Jaguars in the second round, you consider getting your backup quarterback, a young backup quarterback, because look at today's NFL, the coaching. The coaching right. is evolving. The offenses are evolving. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at the kids' talents these days. Mm-hmm. Pretty much not really what they've done in college unless it's like just out of like craziness. But, like, you, you got to look at what the skill set is of these kids. And Daniel Jones can throw that football. And he had a good year for Duke um, last year, man. So, and my last but not least, man, uh, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence, the defensive tackle out of Clemson, man. I, I, I really think if you are a early second-round team, somebody like the Buccaneers who need help on the defensive side of the ball, you look at him as well. Like, he – the first time they beat Alabama, he blew, was blowing oh, yeah. it up. <laughs> Jalen Hurst couldn't get and bro, he's short, stocky, quick off the ball yeah. so you can get to him. And then he stayed there. He got two national titles, and both of his reigns come from beating Alabama. Yeah. Right. That counts. Right. Yep. That he, means something. Yep. That makeup. Up. So, I got Dexter Lawrence. He had 340. He need to lose some weight. Um, But uh, he had decent numbers at the combine, but he got a motor. He got right. a motor. He knows it's like to be a champion. I think if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you really, 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 really look at uh, taking him um, in the second round. Um, and last but not least for me, uh, Gerald Willis, the defensive tackle uh, out of Miami. I need to see him in a Cowboys uniform. He stayed in a lot of trouble. He got in a lot of trouble in Miami. Okay, y'all. We, we, we don't have a first round. Yeah, he got a lot of trouble in Miami. A lot of trouble in Miami. <laughs> Couldn't stay on the field. Got suspended a couple of times. Oh. But uh, he from Miami Gardens. Right, right. He got that swag. 
He got that mentality. And if we're going to lose a uh, – we lost Randy Gregory. Board. Yeah, he lost – we lost Randy Gregory. He said he retiring, whatever. Dexter Lawrence, you know, you need to start rebuilding that uh, defensive that line. So, yeah. I'd like to see Jared Willis out of Miami uh, in a Dallas Cowboy uniform last, uh, next year. Okay. So, what you got? You got yeah. anything else, Black? Yeah, I had uh, this kid I uh, paid attention to at the Combine as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked his interviews. He, he – uh, he said they asked him a question about you know tackling and everything. He told him uh, he told reporters. Reportedly, he told reporters. Uh, my mom told me if I'm not hitting like the water boy, then I ain't hitting. Oh yeah, I see. You him. know, so, uh, his <laughs> his name is Jonathan Abram. He's from Mississippi State safety. You know, so I think he's somewhere someone else to look out for. Right. 5'11", 205. Uh, he has small hands. He got nine inch hands, uh, but uh, he's a he's a big time hitter. Right. You know, and I, you know, you need that in the NFL today as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's someone else to look out for, and also Christian Wilkinson. Okay. You don't get uh, Christian Wilkinson from Clemson. Uh, I think he's been a little overlooked. And this guy Ram, uh, this guy made so much noise against Alabama in the national championship. He was unblockable; they couldn't stop him. Right. Every time you seen him, he was in the backfield uh, in uh, Alabama's quarterback in his face. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he is someone else to look out for too. I think he's going to fall maybe early, early second, late first round. They have him projected to go, so those are two more to look out for as well. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of help pieces in this draft. It is. It's not it is. many superstars in this draft. It's a lot of help pieces in this draft, man. So even like veteran teams, like I see they got the Eagles looking at Josh Jacobs running back out of Alabama. Eagles need depth at running back. I mean, you bring, yeah, you bring him in at running back for the Eagles. Like he could definitely, definitely help out, especially with a return in uh, Carson Wentz. So you know, I just think, uh, and interesting, yeah, like players like Will Greer. It'll be interesting where he goes. Like uh, I see Atlanta could be looking at him. Uh, I see the Dolphins could probably try to sneak in to get him in the second round. Um, and yeah, so we'll see players like Will Grill, who's a notable name. So we'll see. You know what I'm saying? The draft is faster approaching April 27th. Um, they're going to do something a little crazy this year. They're going to have the college guys, Corso, Desmond Howard, and Herb Street doing the draft on ABC. And then you're going to have the NFL guys, Randy Moss, Charles Woodson, all them boys on ESPN doing the draft. So oh, you can, well, have, yeah, your, you can okay. have your college preference. Doing it on ABC, okay, and then you can have your NFL and guys doing it. This Nashville this year, right? Yeah, and you can do it on. Uh, you can do your uh, NFL guys too. All right. Um, so a couple of more things before we get out of here. We got at that time. Um, um, yeah. So let's get into it, man. Things to watch for. That's our NFL draft talk, combine talk, notable players talk. Um, y'all hit us up, man, on Instagram, on Twitter, man. If y'all got some notable names going to certain teams, let us know. Y'all can hit us at uh at the Reduce Lunch. Uh, Twitter handle on Twitter on Instagram sports page or the reduced lunch page y'all trying to get in contact and talk to us y'all let us know man so uh, we're gonna keep talking about that in the uh, upcoming future all right so we're gonna get into our things to watch for segment all right um black we got a big big boxing fight this Saturday night for the boxing fans people who are into boxing you got Earl Spence Jr. All right, going against Danny Garcia, two undefeated fighters, man. Let us know what we're going to be looking forward to. Man, you finna see high-quality boxing fight here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about this fight. Uh, I'm a big Earl Spence fan. Uh, right. I like Michael Garcia as well. Right. Um, he's just a good fundamental boxer. Uh, right. He does everything right. He don't make many mistakes. Right. Uh, but Earl Spence, he's powerful. He's big. 
uh, welterweight uh, Mikey Garcia is moving up two weight classes to fight Earl Spence for his WBO belt. It'll be a d- 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 disadvantage, <laughs> man. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited about this fight. Um, Earl Spence, man, he's been ducked by a lot of people, and Mikey Garcia is taking on the challenge. Yes. Of fighting this guy. Right. Um, I was shocked when he took the fight because uh, it's hard for Earl Spence to get fights mm-hmm. because he's so he's so overlooked. But I think he's this, dangerous. He's, like, ve- like he's, he, he's very dangerous. He causes much pain. I think the only thing that concerns me about this fight is uh, his experience. He's 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 only uh, he only has twenty five fights yep. under his belt. That way, Marco Garcia he has thirty eight, and they're both undefeated. Yep. But uh, Earl Spence has 21 knockouts out of the 25 fights. It's a pay-per-view fight, too. Yes, and it's pay-per-view on uh, Fox. Uh, it's a Fox Sports, oh, a Fox pay-per-view, pay-per-view yeah, uh, yeah. card. But uh, I'm excited, man. Um, I think it goes the distance. I think I, I think it goes to distance. Uh, a lot of people have been telling me they think uh, Earl Spence is going to be able to wear him down because he's a heavier guy. He's going to get yep. in the ring heavier yep. and uh, get him out of there. But... Yep. Um, I think experience and uh, being technical boxer, I think that means a lot. And Michael yeah. Garcia is not a guy who makes a lot of mistakes, so that's right. why I say I think it goes goes twelve and goes to distance. Yeah, I, 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 I'm um, I'm a boxing fan as well. Um, I know Earl Spence is a devastating fighter. I mean, 24 wins, 21 knockouts. Um, that's 88 percent knockout rate for Earl Spence Jr. And then you're going to get a veteran fighter, only a couple years older, 31 years old, Danny Garcia. And like Black said, Danny Garcia is a technical fighter. You know, he don't make mistakes. He throws the right punches. He gets out of there when he needs to. He holds up when he needs to. But I think the fact that he's going up two weight classes is going to really uh, put a damper on this fight. I'm going to say Earl Spence knocks Danny Garcia out uh, in the eighth round. I think I don't know how how much Danny is going to be able to hold up to the more powerful punches uh, that Earl Spence Jr. is going to be delivered because he's coming for blood. I think when Earl Spence looks across that ring and see that smaller man, that small, smaller fighter, I think he's going to do everything he can to uh, get him out of there. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, Danny Garcia can knock you out too. He has mm-hmm. 30 KOs, and if Earl Spence is swinging wide like he sometimes does, mm-hmm. he can get caught, man, and he can go to sleep. And he's a straight-ahead fighter. He comes straight in. He right. comes straight in because he's Throwing. always the bigger guy, so he Throwing. can take punches. You know, yeah. he throws. Going to be the bigger so, guy again. So that's the thing with me about with Mikey. I don't think you can be that type of guy that comes straight in. But right. uh, we haven't seen no different from Earl Spence. That's right. just the way he fights. He's he's right. going to bully you. He's a bully fighter. He's right. going to bully you. He's going to put them hands on you and try right. to get you up out of there. Because that's his plan in his fight to get Mikey Garcia out of there. Right. So, again, this Saturday, uh, March 16th, uh, live on pay-per-view from Fox is doing the pay-per-view. Got undefeated fighters Danny Garcia, Earl Spence Jr. Uh, fighting for the WBO uh, 145 championship uh, this Saturday night. All right, moving along for my MMA fans, not gonna leave you guys hanging. Uh, you have a UFC card. All right, UFC Fight Night on ESPN Plus. Uh, you have a very interesting matchup in the welterweight division. Uh, you have Darren the Gorilla Teal, a young upstart fighter out of London, England, 17 and one. Only lost to Tyrone Woodley, was which was his last fight for the welterweight title. Um, going against Jorge Masterball, knockout artist uh, who can throw them hands. Um, he's beating you. He beat up Cowboy Cerrone very badly. You've only seen Cowboy Cerrone get beat up really two or three times if you know anything about him. Um, and Jorge is going to give Darren Till all he can handle. 
Um, I'm not gonna make a prediction on that fight because literally, <laughs> like, it, you can blink it and somebody gonna way. be asleep. Yeah. Um, so you can uh, pay attention to ESPN getting ESPN Plus putting on that fight. Now it's in the afternoon. All right, it's on London time, so it's gonna be at four o'clock. Four o'clock the main card, one p.m. for the prelims on ESPN Plus. If you need that link, holla at your dog. All right, I got you. We're not doing none of that. All right. All right, so moving along. Uh, coming up, before we see you guys again, the NCAA men's tournament would have begun this week. We have the big conference tournament, the Big Five. You got the uh, ACC, SEC, Big 12, Big 10, uh, the A, what do you call it, AAC, whatever. Yeah, yeah, AAC. Yeah, we have that going <laughs> on as well. So those tournaments are this week. I saw something from Zion Williamson, man, when Duke uh, lost to North Carolina again this past Saturday night. Zion was pissed. He was. Did I, you see how he walked I off think, that floor? I, I think he really hated he couldn't play in that rivalry. Well, I think it really got to him in that second game. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> King K, Coach K, has uh, said that it's a pretty good chance Zion plays Thursday. So Zion will be making his return, according to Coach Mike ACC tournament. ACC tournament this Thursday, we'll see Zion back. And apparently Zion told the team, don't worry, we're going to get them in the ACC tournament game, referencing North Carolina. So keep an eye out for Zion returning. And then this Sunday at, I believe, at four o'clock, 5 o'clock, excuse me, on CBS, you'll have your selection show. So this is the most fun time of year for college men's basketball and women's. Mm-hmm. Um, those tournaments will be selected uh, this Sunday and this Monday. Then the tournament begins uh, next week. So those are your things to watch for segment. All right, we are right at our time. Um, we had a good show today, man. Again, uh, we're going to give our handles out. You can catch me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dedrick. Hicks Jr. Y'all hit me up, man. If y'all want to get into it, man, where you at, Black? And you can hit me on you can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at Black ENL3 yes, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. Fred, where you at? Yeah, hit me on Ig at Freddie Bricks underscore. And uh, make sure y'all hit that Reduce Lunch Sports page. Yes, yes. Reduce Lunch Sports. Yeah, thank you for all the support. We are 12 episodes in already. Uh, it's kind of funny uh, that we're doing this, but we are. You know, 12 episodes in. Thank you for listening. SoundCloud, iTunes, y'all rate us, man. Y'all show them some love. Thank y'all once Nick again. Nick Foles, welcome to Jacksonville. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll get with y'all soon. Yep. Yeah.